Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be in this. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and ladies. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. Time for another week of N4G Radio. This is episode 506, 506 for February 26th, 2018. The year of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> is it every hey, year the year of our Lord? Year of our Lord, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, anyway. Do I look Puerto Rican to you? Uh, a little bit sometimes, if you, you know, with the with the right kind of light and sort, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're a little kind of Puerto Rican. All right, all right. That that was a Die Hard. Yeah. Cool. Is it? Yeah. Wait, Die Hard one? No, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Oh, Samuel Jackson. He keeps thinking he said Jesus. He's like he said Jesus, not Jesus. Do I look Puerto Rican to you? Uh, <laughs> that was a good movie. Actually, I, like I really liked it. As it, I shove a lightning bolt up your ass, Zeus. Yeah. Greek God. <laughs> was uh was Vengeance Die Hard three or four? That was three. three. Yeah, that should have that should have skipped two and went straight to Vengeance. You know, direct sequel. You know, we went back and watched me and Laura. Like, so me and Laura got into the argument of is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> so for Christmas last year, we watched Die Hard, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Okay, that movie was fun, but I didn't. It's not a Christmas movie." Yes, and I was it like, is. "Okay." I was like, well, I have Die Hard 2 and 3 if you want to watch them. So we watched Die Hard 2 and talk about the bad taste that was left in everybody's mouth. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, please, let's just make it to v- with a vengeance because with a vengeance is so much better than 2. And we made it about halfway through vengeance and then she was starting getting tired. So oh, we need to finish oh. vengeance because vengeance is great. You were you were just marathoning the movies, so that's uh, that's rough, man. Yeah, we started at like four o'clock in the afternoon, and then yeah, you, yeah, you gotta you gotta do it like one movie per night kind of deal. I think that's like more, you know, digestible. Yeah, there's also two more since Vengeance. Three more in there? Was there three? I thought I there think was there's only three two. more. Yeah. yeah, we can just skip those. Yeah, you, you can safely skip those. Um, you know what? Actually, no. Ken is right. There's Live Free or Die Hard, and A Good Day to Die Hard. So I was gonna say there's the one with Justin Long, the hacker <laughs> yeah. one, and then there's the one with his son or his daughter and his, his son. daughter. Yeah. No, I thought Live Free or Die Hard was with his daughter. Wait, then, there's one with his daughter and one with his son. He, Jay's son. right. There's yeah. three. Yeah. What's the, it's a good day to die hard, and what's that? Live Free or Die Hard, and then there's another one. Uh, so A Good Day to Die Hard is with the one with his son. Okay. Live Free or Die Hard, I think, is the one with his daughter. His daughter gets kidnapped or That's something? right. That's the one with yeah. Justin Long. That's the hacker. Yeah. One. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah. only two. Okay. Yeah. And and the, the one with Justin Long was originally rated PG-13, which I'm like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it, the funny thing is, is that that Die Hard, the original Die Hard, is based on a book. Is it? I think it's called The Detective is the name of the book. Hmm. Made back in the 70s. Um, and interestingly enough, I didn't know this until I played uh, that uh, Project Cross Zone. <laughs> okay. Which is, they... they <laughs> There, there was a Japanese-only game that was basically a parody of Die Hard. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, that character, right? Because there's a character yeah. who looks just like John McClane mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> that boy. you can use as a tag team partner. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, you know, Dynamite Decca, Dynamite Cop. Dynamite a, Cop, I think, is the name of it. Yeah. Was was built into the Die Hard arcade game in America. It was the same game. Mm, they, just, they just use the Die Hard license. So, a little, little bit of trivia there for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. We had some fun. <laughs> we had a good time. We had a good time, yeah. But we have Puerto Rican Drew on the show. <laughs> I, hey... <laughs> Uh yeah, you want me to talk about some video games? Well, we also have we also have Jay. Well, I just just skipping my skipping my introduction altogether, Drew. Is I that, can't remember if we did introductions or not. <laughs> I was thinking, is it is it time? Is it, uh, it's time. It might be. I don't know. Uh, well, last week, you know how I'm trying trying to change my greeting every time I miss a show. But since there was no show last week, so I technically didn't miss a show. So namaste. There you go. And the Wombat, he'll be here probably at some point. Mm, eventually. He, he played that new Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. I heard he loves it. Yeah. It's like his favorite game of the series. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I've oh. seen multiple videos from him about Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, that, ooh, we'll talk about that game because I played that game for review. We can talk <laughs> about that game later. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Anyway, yeah, Drew, video games. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. So have, have you played any games related to Die Hard in any way? <laughs> no, I don't. No? I don't think so. No. They, but this is they, the Die Hard podcast. So, I mean, we gotta we gotta stay in subject, guys. Die Hard Trilogy was one of the best games on the PlayStation One. Mm. If you've never I don't played, think I played it, that one. Uh, and funny enough, they made a sequel called the Die Hard Trilogy Part Two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's six movies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, let's see here. Let's let's run down a few things. I played. So apparently, it's pronounced Fay. Fay. Uh-huh. I always thought it was Fee. I thought it was Fee too. Um. Fay five fo. Fay five fo fum. Um. So yeah, Fee or Fay is a strange one. You play as a little creature that looks kind of like a fox, but not really. Everything's very abstract in this game. Sure. You're going through the woods, and you communicate with other animals by singing with them. Okay. And and you know it's, when you when so and you, it's kind of like touch sensitive. So when you pull the trigger, it, it starts like you know. It's funny because he starts out going, sounds like that. Like Chewbacca? Ryan does. Yeah. (laughs) But then it eventually turns into like, ooh, song like that. And you have to, you know, talk to animals. 
to get them to help you. Certain animals do certain things. Uh, and you use that to solve puzzles. Um, there is no dialogue in this game. It's all very abstract, uh, including some of like, I mean, even the visual style is a little abstract. Um, because of that, it's sometimes confusing on what to do. And it's also sometimes confusing on what's going on. Here's some bad guys that I can't, I can't really fight. I have to just basically run away from them. If they see me, they you know, grab me or whatever. And uh, there's some platforming involved. Um, it's like one of those little indie games. I was gonna say, I, I st- like all your description. I still don't feel like I know what it is. That, like that's the thing. It's it's a it's a platforming puzzle game. I don't know what this game is to be honest. I I, I couldn't categorize it. It's a puzzle game for the most part. All right. Okay. Where you're you know you so it, cl- earlier on you have to uh, you run into a bird that has lost its like four eggs. So you have to go around trying to find its four eggs, and each egg is basically like. Oh, there's a monster holding onto this one. You got to figure out how to get it away from the monster, or you know, it, it, it's it's all like context sensitive kind of stuff. Where, all right, here's where I have to go next. So how do I do that? You know, and you you look around the environment and you try to figure out how to accomplish your goals. It's a simple game. There's no there's no like real combat. Um, can you die? Yes, you can die. Uh, like I have fallen to my death, but it's a quick restart. It's not like, you know, start from your last checkpoint or anything like, I mean, it's like almost instant. Mm. Um, it's okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard, it's it's hard to describe. Is Is the game fun to play? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your, your silence is not very reassuring. (laughs) I don't mind playing it. He don't mind. At the same time, I feel like there are some frustrating bits where I don't know where to go, or, or, or not not that I don't know where to go. There's always there's like a bird that flies around that you can call it to basically tell you where to go. But when I get to where I need to go, I'm like, okay, what the what do I do? What do I do? I don't I don't know where like you know like for instance like the egg thing. Like uh, there, there was that monster carrying an egg. I was like, I don't I don't know what the fuck to do here. I was like, you know, this 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 monster's carrying this egg. If I walk up to it, he just knocks the hell out of me. So, and, you know, and, and you'll spend there, you know, five ten minutes, you know, banging your head against the wall trying to figure out what the hell to do. Hey, hey, hey! Who's, who's got the radio? Oh my god! Going? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear okay. you. There it is. <laughs> is it? What's it doing? No, is I, it all jacked up again? No, no, no! I heard like a like a radio in the background or something. Oh, why are you hearing that? I don't know. All right, hold on, hold on. The it was here. It was probably us, and you were hearing it. Oh yeah, that's not, that's not somebody. Hi. Let's see though. Hold on, let me. I always end up having to fix my stupid microphone. That's why you should on. show up before the show starts. What's wrong? With well, that? yeah, that's <laughs> very true. He's got to do it live, Ken. Come on, he's a professional. I, that's, yeah, I that's right. Professional what? Yeah. Okay. Adjective. Uh, sure. Did you just call me a professional adjective? Yes. Wow. That's pretty good. You're welcome, Ryan. You're Thank welcome. you. I don't even know what's happening. I right appreciate now. that. Drew, do you want to 
Well, you're a fool to challenge the tiger. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, don't start with this already. I know I know what that joke <laughs> is since I've seen the Twitter thing. But, yeah, you might want to, I don't know, elaborate what that means so people nope. actually get what you're talking about. Nope. No. He's going to throw it out there. He's going to leave it vague. Follow it's very me vague because I don't know what you're talking about. Follow I have enjoyed Twitter. watching you fight. <laughs> it's a uh. terrible game. <laughs> oh. The writing's good, though, at least. So, oh, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. excellent. I think some of the voice acting is the best. What was... The, the tiger the, of Zhang Dong. The one guy with the, the, the lisp was cracking me up. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, you ever seen that old pretty. that old clip of a Dynasty Warriors game where the guy says, "Feel the power of my magic." <laughs> so fucking dumb. That, that would fit right in in Dynasty Warriors Nine, oh. along, with the, <laughs> along with the horses that can jump to the freaking moon. They can swim too. They can. They can swim. Just take him in the water. He just keeps on going. I'm a little afraid to see what happens if I take him in the water after what happened when I jumped on a roof. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's something special. That was the tagline for my review. My horse could swim! <laughs> Wait, can your horse really swim? Yes. Oh, nice. I took it literally straight into the water, and I was like, I'm just going to fall off like I do in most games. Nope! Horse just kept going! Dude, that game sucks. Yep. It's I kicked bad. the shit out of a bear, though, yesterday. <laughs> well, that's something. <laughs> just kept... Just kept hitting him in the face with my sword. For what purpose exactly? I don't know. Because he was there. Because it's funner. Me than, off. It's more fun than. Because he challenged the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I think a bear wins in that fight, man. I don't know. Not in this game. He didn't win against my sword when I was slapping him in the face with it. Oh. <laughs> so, Drew, is there anything else you want to say about fee, fee, fo, fum? <laughs> no, I think I, if people like puzzle games, little abstract indie puzzle games, stuff like that, I think they'll enjoy it. Um, and it's not bad. Like, I don't want to say it's a bad game. It's just you know, sometimes it's a little too abstract, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell to do. Um, I have no problem of where to go. It's just like when I get there, what the hell do I do? Um, which I guess that's that's what a puzzle game is. So, Drew, get good. Uh, so to to re- reiterate, it has nothing to do with the chemical element of iron. No, I, I, no. I wondered the same thing when I saw the yeah. name of that. No, I, I'm pretty sure it's fee as in like the fey. musical note, or fay as in like the musical note. Okay. Doe, a deer. A fem- yeah, a female deer. There's no fay musical note. It's fa. It's do re mi fa so la tido. Tido. I thought it was tido. <laughs> Not Tito, like the Jackson. <laughs> I don't know, that's what you said. T, Do. Okay. Those are two different notes. What's up, Tito? Do, do Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, T, Do. Tito. Well, I don't know. T? Okay. Anyway. Stop it. Yeah, I did, I did, um, <laughs> I did play, uh, Faye. Um, gonna write that review up. I know I'm late on that. A lot of stuff happened this week for me, so, um, I uh, started uh, Radiant Historia, Perfect Chronology. Tell me about your experience so far. <clears throat> uh, th- they have redone that game superbly. Mm, the voice acting is pretty nice, isn't it? I'm I, I'm surprised at how well the voice acting is. I know, dude. It's actually, for a game that was made originally for DS and then remade on the 3DS, the voice acting is stellar. It's yeah. really good. It's really, really good. Um, I haven't made it to the part where the third... <laughs> 
timeline comes in. Mm-hmm. You'll see. Uh, how how far in is that? Um, you, it comes out in like the first chapter. Okay. In the features. I finished. I finished the prologue and then uh, got into chapter one, where you make your, I guess, technically your first choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had well, all this crap happened this week, so um, I wasn't able to play any. That's why we had to delay the show. But uh, it's it's really good, and I think because Matt absolutely loved the combat in Nino Cooney because mm-hmm. of how dynamic it is. I think he's going to love the combat in this. I hope so. Because there's a lot to do with that combat, you know, just the enemy placement, the combo system, everything like that is really cool. It's one of those things where you you have a plan, right? You have it imagined in your mind, and you execute it. And when it all comes together just like how you imagined, with like 10 different turns of action going one from the next, just like comboing a dude, like launching him in the air, knocking him down, shooting fireballs at the dude, and like putting him towards other enemies so they also get hit at the same time. It just feels really good. Just yeah. to get you know, just to plan it out and just execute it. <clears throat> so I I had to link uh, that uh, Dynasty Warriors thing, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, playing that uh, for Phoenix Down. You guys can check out Phoenix Down if you want to hear more about that. Uh, play a lot of Overwatch. Uh, trying to get some of those skins. You get any? Oh well, let's do our weekly Overwatch update. What skins have you guys gotten so far? I've got Genji, Zarya, and oh, nice. Mercy. The Genji is the best one, I think. So that's, that's he good. says something different when he ults. Yeah, he says. Uh, I guess in context of uh, what we're talking about, he says the the tiger. Uh, I have become <laughs> the tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah kill. Does. I think so. <laughs> so yeah, you know you I'm can't challenge up. tiger. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've done that. I, I actually jumped back into competitive. Okay. Because because I wanted to hit gold, and well, that turned out to be a nightmare. Instead of instead of being two wins away from gold, I am now like eight wins away from being gold. <laughs> Good job, consecutive eight wins, huh? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I did play a little bit of Overwatch. Um, and the other game I played a lot of. Well, there's a few other games. Uh, uh the first one, uh, I played a lot of Monster Hunter World. Oh, did yeah, you? me too. We gotta we gotta catch up. We gotta catch back up. I haven't played in a bit. Yeah, I um I I have finally obviously hit um. Uh, high rank. Me too. Uh, I am now searching for the question mark Rathalos stuff. Yep. Or is it, it Rathalos or Rathian? That's a, Rathian? The first one is Rathian. Rathian. Yeah. yeah, Rathian. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, you and I, Drew, are probably in exactly the same spot. Yeah. Uh, I've just been working on getting some high rank gear for the most part. I finally got my high rank pukey pukey sword. Nice. Which armor set are you building towards? I, you know, I, I am open to suggestions because I have... I have just crafted a mixed match of everything that's high rank that I could afford. What well, I mean, um, what weapon are you? I'm a sword and shield. Ah, okay. Uh, you still the hunting horn, Ryan? No, I'm I'm uh, I've been longsword the whole time. Oh, I never okay. actually tried uh, hunting horn. I uh, I kind of still have a, a mix and match of gear too, but I basically just found the uh, the gear that I liked the um, uh, effects for. No, uh, which uh, which like side I, are you building? What's that? Which set are you building, the armor set? I'm not building a set right now. I'm just kind oh. of uh, piecing together stuff that I like the effects for. Like, I've got uh, a couple pieces with that increase critical damage and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Those are pretty I've got good. The, the Rathian chest that uh, lets you 
not the high rank Rathian chest, the regular or Rathalos, sorry, chest that lets you um, do extra damage to weakness or weak points. Uh, that's Tenderizer, I believe. It's that's really really good. One of the best skills in the game. Yeah. So the uh, that's what that's kind of uh, I had um, been working on just building like I had the full Odegaron set, mm-hmm. uh, but then when I unlocked. Um, uh, or when I beat Diablos and when I beat Rathalos, I kind of mix, mixed and matched from their set. Uh, and then I don't, I don't actually have any uh, high rank armor yet. I've got a high rank sword, but I don't have high rank armor yet. I've yeah, got the, a lot of high rank armor, but it's all like basic stuff, like bone, like the bone armor, which oh, actually, yeah. which actually is helping me because uh, with the bone armor, you get like uh, so a lot of the skills are attack up. Mm-hmm. So I've got like attack up level four right now, and it's actually significant yeah it is especially since you get that plus five percent to affinity as well once you get up to the level four so yeah it's good it's just really nice and i finally get that the poison sword and shield that i've been wanting so man talk about the grind that grind's real in that game yeah but you know what i haven't um the the thing i like about it is because the monster ai is so good um i haven't really felt much of a grind so far like I enjoy fighting uh, even the same monster over and over again because every battle ends up a little bit different. You might, like another monster might join in halfway through or something else happens that makes it a little bit different than the last time. So I haven't actually uh, uh, suffered from the grindiness all that much yet. For me at this point, um, as, as many of ours that I've put in, it's all about learning and building new weapons and armor sets for me. So I have this lance set that I want to build uh, that I started. And that's going to be fun because lance is a completely different playstyle to anything else. Basically, yeah. it's the case. Like, you know how different it is to play, let's say, a hammer from a longsword? But I think the lance is the most different of them all because of how you just kind of try to tank everything. Just you, tur- by you, you turtle, basically, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, among lancers, this is a weird thing. Let's say you have, like, 25% of your health left. The thing that you would likely to do, you will find your opportunity to try to get all, you know, put your put your weapon away and try to heal. But for lancers, they would use like regen- health regeneration, and when they would continuously attack, never never you know sheathing their weapon at all. So it's like frowned upon amongst like good lancer players to ever put your weapon away unless they've already left the field. And actually, even when they do leave the field, that little dashing attack thing that they have is actually faster than sprinting. So you actually do the dashing attack to get to places faster. So it's like all these like different dynamics and combos and situational awareness. I just love the weapons in this game. That's what's been the biggest uh, longevity for me, learning new weapons. I also want to learn Insect Glaive. I still want to learn Dual Blades, and there's still more things I want to do. And My son really cool. likes the Insect Glaive. He doesn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he knows how to use it. He knows to, to send the insect to different body parts and get different stuff oh, like good, that. But good. He uh, he he loves it just because he's flipping around and flying mm-hmm. around all over the place. That's my opportunity to try out different weapons. Is really when he's playing and he says, "Hey, will you play this for a second? Because um, he'll sw- he switches around all the time. He has a uh, hammer that that he uses that he likes. He's done dual blades. He's done he uh, he likes to give me challenges on his profile. So he'll be <laughs> like, "Okay, here's what you have to do. You have to use the basic." Uh, dual dual blades, the ones you start with, and you have to kill a great Jagras. And so he'll say, "Go, go do that." 
Um, okay. So that that's my opportunity to try out new weapons. It's funny how your home, uh, your uh, your son is basically giving you homework assignments. Yeah, basically that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's cool. Monster Hunter homework. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, trying to think. Oh yeah. Uh, finished L.A. Noir. Oh, how the how those how was the experience with the uh, the soon to be wifey? Um, she liked it. She got into it a oh. lot more when we got to the, uh, got closer to the end with, uh, like the whole insurance scam thing and stuff like that. Um, didn't like that ending until which I was like, <laughs> I know, I knew you weren't going to like that ending. So, yeah. uh, but I was like, that's kind of how, you know, noir type movies ended and they didn't usually have a happy ending. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we finished that and we moved on to, um, uh, Silent Hill Homecoming. All right. And uh, I played about 15 minutes of that, and she said that she does not want to play this game anymore. <laughs> she doesn't like scary shit like that. Oh, okay. I thought she just didn't like the quality of the game, which is like understandable. No, no, no. I, I, I was, I, I somehow remembered most of it. I was, I was playing. I was like, oh, I totally remember this. Wait, and wait, hold on. But she loved until dawn, though. Loved until dawn. That's that's a scary game too. I, I don't I don't know, I, man. You know, I I I think it was more that whole because at the beginning of Homecoming, you're like in like this fucked up insane asylum, mm-hmm. and you know the, it's just really hardcore disturbing. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, I don't I don't like this." Man, do you remember when they made Silent Hill a top down like Diablo game? Yeah, yeah, that thing. Oh. God, I played a demo of that and I was disgusted. Oh, that game was bad. Did you review that game, Ken, or something? Oh, or? Did, somebody did. Somebody for reviewed it, but I remember playing it. Oh man, that that game. Uh, that is the worst Silent Hill game for sure. Yeah, it's pretty bad. There's a Silent Hill game that's top down. Yeah, Diablo it was, style. It was, Diablo it was, style. Yeah, game. it's on the Vita. It was, it was multiple, like you could, like it was multiplayer. Uh. It's a book of memories or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. That game yeah. was. Oof. <clears throat> yeah. Silent Hill is like the, the bastard horror franchise. Like it's got probably one of the best horror games ever made, the Silent Hill Two. Mm-hmm. And it's got some of the worst horror games ever made. Yeah, as as bad as like Resident Evil, like Dead Aim was on like the PlayStation. Uh, like it never even comes close to how bad the Book of Memories games is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that? that game is just terrible, man. It's so I hear a bird. So, uh, wow. There's a bird chirping. So what? What? Yeah, it kind of sounded. Maybe it's like a chair moving back and forth. I'm very excited. Uh, so what game do you guys have next on the docket? Well, uh, Uncharted collection. Oh boy, Drew. We started okay. Uncharted. Um, okay. And I told her because, like, I played Uncharted 1 and 2. I didn't play 3 or 4, but um, I told her you're going to like Uncharted 2 a lot more than Uncharted 1. And I. Th- Uncharted 1 is a lot of. Here's an area where you're going to shoot a bunch of guys. Here's an area where you're going to climb a lot. Here's an area where we're going to shoot a bunch of guys. You know, it's back and forth like that. 
And, you know, there's not that much story to begin with. So I'm already in like chapter five or six. And yeah, the, be- the best part of un- the first Uncharted was the twist because it was completely unexpected. At least for me going into it, it was completely unexpected. Yeah. I mean, she kind of liked the whole thing with the U boat and, you know, on the waterfall kind of thing. That was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, f- I don't think this is grabbing her as much as possible. I was like, look, we have to get through Uncharted 1 so we can then see Uncharted 2. Because Uncharted 2 is like you're watching a movie. I'll give, so. give you a hint to a happy marriage. What's that? Get her into Overwatch. No. <laughs> that, that, that's the th- she, she will never play video games. Like I, like, I know for a fact she won't. She doesn't mind watching me play a game. Um, but she will never sit down and, and play a video game. Never? Like, no. never ever? Like, she would no. never, like, even try? I mean, she's tried, but she's just, it's, it's not her thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, I respect that, whatever. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're going to try to get through Uncharted. Um, I think that's it. Okay. I, you know. The bird's did, throw, wait, did, the bird is throwing she... me off. <laughs> is there a, is there a bird sound? You don't you don't hear the bird? I don't know. Maybe it's coming from my side. It might be outside my window or something. That's possible. Like I keep hearing a bird go off, and I'm like, yeah. Like another. That's just Ryan doing it. I'm like, uh, do I feel like it? Like is it spring? Is it spring in February? What? I'm just a birdie too. <laughs> if, yeah. Tiger. If you come if you come down to Georgia, yeah, it is freaking Tiger. spring. Tiger. <laughs> Birdie. Birdie. I need to watch that movie again soon. What do you get when you cross an owl with a bungee cord? <laughs> what? My ass. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Product placement Taco Bell. Man, it's been so many years since I've seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. Betty is the best. Those look like milk duds. <laughs> pretty good. I love that movie. Betty. Betty. Oh, anyway, all right. Uh, I think that's. I it. have a wound there. <laughs> uh, Neo, <laughs> Spore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on to Jay then. Okay. Um. Uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on on my end too, so I wasn't able to play as many games as I like. Uh, but I did play a lot of Hearthstone because that was on the phone. It was kind of convenient to play. I did a lot of the dungeon run. I, I finished the dungeon run of the kobolds and something. I forget what the name was. Sure. But it's like this, uh, uh, what were you saying? I just said sure. Uh, one of those crazy oh, yeah. expansion names or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's entirely single player. And you go up against AI bosses and you kind of choose uh, from a set of different cards that you add to your deck. And these like... uh. <laughs> these like passive and active power cards that you can put in your deck and try to beat like overwhelming odds, and uh, that was fun. I beat it with every class in the game. That's nine classes I beat it with, and I don't, I wasn't expecting it to play that much of that, but that was pretty fun. You know, that was the only single player content in Hearthstone that I think ha- really has any longevity. I think even now that, that I have beaten it with all the classes, like I do want to kind of go back at some point and try like different strategies to try to beat it with a certain class and stuff. That's fun. And you don't have to pay anything to play it, or you know, you don't have to worry about um, since you didn't pay money, so you don't have the cards to compete because you're playing against AI, and everyone gets the same kind of chances. So that's fine. 
Uh, I finished off reading Historia, which is which is good. That that was I just finished that last night, so I'll be writing the review for that soon. And uh, a game that was equally disappointing as it was pleasantly surprising is the Secret of Mana game that I've been playing for review. And to that end, what I mean is that that game is not good. <laughs> it's buggy as hell. It crashed on us about four times already during our limited playthrough time, but. Just for the fact that it's a three-player RPG that I can I can just kind of play with my nephews, that was fun. Like that's not a, that's not something that exists, uh, you know. That's not something that you can do with a lot of different games. Like name some other couch co-op JRPGs you can play. You know, can you think of any? There was no. one co like two-player co-op one. I can't remember what it was, but outside of that, no. I mean, yeah, Final Fantasy Fifteen's got co-op. Um, is that couch co-op or is that online co-op though? I think it's just online. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think couch co-op is something that I I sorely miss as as a gamer. Something that I was able to do back in the day, you know, the the olden days of uh, Turtles in Time, playing oh. like Double Dragon, you know, Contra, the the golden age of couch co-op. You know what I mean? And I feel like whenever they try to take a new step in the direction of like, oh, let's remake Turtles in Time, oh, let's make another Contra game or whatever they try to do. They screw it up somehow, and it it ends up not being a good game. <clears throat> so to, to that end, to be able to share in this experience, even though it's it's buggy, uh, the combat isn't very good, the graphic style, and the music is actually inferior to the original Super Nintendo game, in my opinion, uh, because this like a 3D model, it's, it's colorful, it's, it's okay, but at the same time, it doesn't have the same kind of charm that the uh, the SNES Pixels did, and the way they tried to facilitate the old-school gameplay into this new-school type uh, graphics engine doesn't fit as well. So when you're doing attacks and you're constantly missing and the numbers of the damage is coming up like literally like three, four seconds after the after you land the attack, it feels really, really clunky. But the fact that I'm able to play it and just kind of enjoy it with the, with the kids this has been a pretty good experience. Uh, but boy, this is, this is not a good game. If you're going to play this game by yourself, like, just like go find something else, but for for something that you're trying to you know play with someone else, then there is where the enjoyment comes from, and that's it's basically getting carried by that. I have some, um, I will say, some quick impressions. I've maybe put about an hour into these games, so you know I, I don't have much to say, but I heard a lot of buzz about them, so I wanted to try it out, at least for the first one anyway. Uh, Subnautica, have you guys heard about that one? Yeah, I played that game. Yeah, Ken, what did you think of that game? That game is neat. Um, mm. It's it's kind of a survival game in the sense that you can go around and, and pick up stuff, but it's also got this really intriguing story of being like marooned on a on a alien planet, mm-hmm. and it all takes place underwater. I I like what that game is doing. Um, the version that I played is still early access because I'm not playing on PC, ah. so all of the single player stuff hasn't been implemented yet. But I like it enough that I will go back to that game once it's finished mm-hmm. on Xbox. So, so it's not it's not uh, 1.0 on Xbox yet. No, huh? not quite yet. I think it's still got okay. a couple more months before it's 1.0. Okay. Um, having played the 1.0 version on PC, I'm not sure how much our experiences differ, but I will say that you know, just like you said, it has a really interesting concept. Uh, the fact that you're basically the entire experience is taking you know place underwater is good. Um, but you know, like I think I, I mirrored the sentiment that Ken had said many times before. Like randomly generated worlds and environments don't really interest me as much as carefully constructed 
you know, environments by the developer that, you know, it's kind of like a fun house, you know, directly handled by the developer to make me kind of experience what they want me to see. So in that way, it has some limiting, um, I get limiting kind of, um, I don't know, element that makes me not as interested, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something. But the actual gameplay of going underwater, like the visually speaking, the, the colors are really vibrant. The water effects are really nice. Uh, especially kind of like once you're like waving in the, uh, the, the the deep and then you try to go, you know, swim all the way up. I wish they gave you a better oxygen tank from the very beginning. You have to keep getting upgrades and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, I you know, it's a, it's a game about exploring the ocean. I want to be able to explore for more than 45 seconds a minute at a time before I have to go back up for air. That's, I think, you know, that's like a really big uh, hassle. But you do get upgrades to increase your oxygen tank uh, capacity and stuff like that, which is nice. But having to grab everything and bring it back, like crafting items and... Yeah, I don't know, man. At this point, like, I, when you add crafting and random generation into the mix, it's like my interest level kind of goes down a lot. Um, if this was like a focused single-player experience where they just kind of put you in here and then there's a like a linear story going on, I think I would have enjoyed that more personally. But I know this is something that a lot of people enjoy. This, these uh, randomized elements and this open world, uh, open world thing. So I, I can understand why it's popular. <clears throat> the other game that I played was the the Red Strings Club. You guys heard of this one from I think uh, Developer Digital. I've heard of it. I have no idea what it is though. Yeah, so it's kind of like this cyberpunk bartender thing. And um, the reason why I was interested by this is because I really loved um, uh, cyber punk bartender action Valhalla, which is a visual novel game that you play where you play as a, a bartender in the in the you know in this you know in the future basically and you meet all these interesting characters and then you kind of talk about their problems and see what they're going through you give them like different kind of elements of alcohol and depending on how inebriated they are they will tell you more about themselves or less and you know kind of like things like that i thought that was really good the characters the writing really fantastic for that game so if you never played uh Valhalla, i recommend that you do but this one, I was going in hoping for this, hoping for a similar experience, and it's very, very different. This is a much more serious game compared to the other one. This there's like a there's like an overarching plot with this corporation trying to basically use a device to mind control all of society, and like you're trying to get to the bottom of it as like an informational broker. Uh, I think being an informational broker and going being a bartender goes hand to hand, you know, as as far as occupations go. So it's kind of interesting. It's got some interesting uh, elements here and there where you try to mix a drink to like lift a person's mood in certain ways. Like you can kind of feed into their like guilt or, or you know like their trauma. You can try to like lift their spirits from their stress and their depression, and then they'll they'll talk to you differently based on the drinks that you serve and whether or not you're able to meet these criteria. And I thought that was pretty interesting, but uh, <clears throat> only like an hour and a half into it, so nothing much to say, but. Uh, that's a game that I'm likely to go back to. Subnautica, probably not so much, just based on the uh, you know what kind of games I like. And this is not a game that I bought, but uh, a, a, an accessory. And uh, I bought the 3DS grip thing for my uh, new new 3DS XL. Yeah, how because, is that? Because I was thinking about buying one of those. Um, the the one that I bought is pretty nice. One of the flaws of the other ones that are more popular and maybe a little bit cheaper is the fact that it covers up but the ports in the bottom. So you can't put in new games without taking off the case and stuff like that. So it's very cumbersome. Yeah. But the one that I have is like this thing that snaps onto the bottom only, right? So it's pretty comfortable to hold, I got to say. 
But uh, one thing is that when you have to play a game that uses a lot of the L and the R, R buttons, then you have to hold the controller a little bit different because you want to have your, you know, the trigger fingers, uh, you know, um, in the position to press those easily. But when right. you're not when you're not pressing those buttons and you kind of have it, you hold it basically as you would a controller. You know, you just hold it. The grips are there. It's like resting comfortably in your palm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not in day difference, to be frank. Because when I was trying to finish Radiant Historia, and I was putting, like, two, three-hour, you know, per session, my hand, it was it would dig into my right hand because that's I would have it, like, up while I'm playing, like, laying down or something like that, just trying to relax. And then, boy, would that be stressful, you know? And my hand is like, it's, it's, it's a bad thing to not want to play a game because it hurts your hand to play it. So yeah. that's yeah, that's the reason why I picked it up, and I think you would probably like this, right, Ryan? Like, do you play your 3DS for an extended period of time? Uh, well, I just got it, so um, uh, probably the most I've played it at any given time so far is like an hour. But I noticed, like you, the thing digging into my hand even yeah, after yeah, an yeah. hour. So yeah, definitely. Uh, but I will say I wouldn't put it on for like if you have your kids 2DS or anything like that. It's it's big. It's like it's, it's for bigger hands, right? Yeah. So if your kid were trying to uh, hold it with the the grip on, it would actually be more of a hassle for him. But I think for grown-ups like you and I, it'll be fine. Um, it wasn't that expensive. I think I paid like $20 for this one. And this is the one that everyone recommended, uh, especially. And uh, I'm pretty happy with it, to be frank. I think uh, I look forward to playing uh, like a Radiant Story. I think I put like a four-hour session in like two days ago, which was really nice. And I didn't feel any pain or anything like that. So that's you know that's I mean that speaks volumes because if you imagine playing four hours straight on your 3ds I think your, yeah, your hand tough. will be killing you. Uh, but uh, that's basically it. All right, I'll move on to the tiger. Tiger, <laughs> you are fools to challenge the tiger. <laughs> um, so why don't I just start there? Oh um, boy. So Ken was nice enough to uh, to pass me the the extra copy of uh, Dynasty Warriors Nine. That we got. You, you don't uh, think because... I'm as nice anymore after playing? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Ken knows I'm a sucker for Dynasty Warrior stuff, um, and so uh, I started playing this yesterday. I actually um, interrupted a, a session where I was going to play some more Monster Hunter to play Dynasty Ooh. Warrior. What a, um, what a what a downgrade, right? <laughs> and uh, God, this game sucks. Like, uh, I I like Dynasty Warriors, so, like, the normal Dynasty Warriors jank doesn't bother me. Uh, this game has its own special breed of jank uh, that is awful. Yeah. And it's like, as they have moved into the new, uh, better graphics, high-res world, they have decided that um, their, their character models should evolve as well and uh, should lip-sync horribly. <laughs> Uh, to everything that they're saying. Um, the, the voice acting, as I've already posted on Twitter, is just... I don't know if it's awful or fantastic. It's um, on the border of so bad that it's almost good, right? Yes. Yeah, so bad that it's good. Um, if you if you don't follow me on Twitter and you haven't seen it, I've, you can follow me and I'll, I'll accept your follower request because you have to watch the clips that I <laughs> uploaded from it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did one point in one of those clips that was not planned. Um, I just got on the horse and realized it could jump like 20 feet in the air. <laughs> wow. So I just started jumping on houses. 
uh, and it just it, it did not enjoy uh, jumping on a house, so it freaked hey, out. And if, if it's good it. enough for Roach, it's good enough for the Dynasty Warrior horse. That's right? true. That's Dude. true. If Roach could jump that high, it probably <laughs> would have helped me uh, several times in in Witcher Three. So the Dynasty um, the Dynasty Warriors horse makes Roach look like a freaking genius. The, 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 the <laughs> Dynasty Warriors horse jumps both physically and also mechanically <laughs> like uh, Venom from Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, if you remember that game. Oh. Or um, or the Incredible Hulk from Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Yeah. Where you just hit the R2 button and he just, like, jumps impossibly high in the air. Uh, it's crazy. So, um, anyway, this, this game is uh, it's open world. Uh, it's an open world Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, where you can progress to objective uh, to objective if you can figure out where the hell the objective is, uh, and you you talk to people and they give you little missions. Um, <coughs> at one point, it was directing me to talk to somebody, and so I kept talking to him, and he just kept telling me what he told me thirty seconds ago, but it told me that I had to talk to him to progress the mission. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Why is this not working? And then I realized it was because literally for about 25 seconds, it was still calibrating all the stuff that it needed to do or give me from the last mission that I had just turned in to him. <laughs> um, so until all that was done, I couldn't talk to him again and get a different answer. So I just had to wait for it to go through all the different, oh, you leveled up here, and you got this, and you got this, and... You need to do this and all that. And here's a tutorial um, and just all of that business. Um, it is fun to start fighting people and just be knocking over giant watchtowers because you hit one with your sword um, while you were trying to smash up some yellow turban. Um, that sounds kind of racist, Ryan. I don't, I don't know if you should say that's that. The, that's the yellow turban is the name of the rebellion. <laughs> it's historical. Look it up. Um, right, I, w- I want you to use your you most are a fool to voice. challenge the tiger of Jung Dung. <laughs> uh, from now on, I'm just gonna like interrupt people <laughs> on the like street <laughs> and either say that, or when I like walk up on an argument in a mall or somewhere, so I'm just gonna walk up and say, "I have enjoyed watching you fight," <laughs> just to see what kind of reaction I get. Um, the game's terrible. Oh, it's, I it's terrible. It's a the, really bad um, game. It's a really bad game. Um, so I'm not going to really dive into any of the mechanics, number one, because I don't understand most of them. Well, they're and they're two, pointless. Because like, I'm going to tell you not to play the game anyway, it, so I don't feel like I should explain them. It, it's so pointless. like 6,000 systems in that game, and you don't need any of them. No, and there's like this, there's like this weird system where... If you help, if you hold L1 and hit triangle, there's a juggle, but there's also you can either tap it or you can hold it, and then also you can hit square afterwards and follow up with an air combo, but then sometimes your air combo, if it's going to like be all of their life, you hit triangle <laughs> instead. Um, it's it's just it's not it's not good. It's not a so, good game. So what you're saying is that even if you don't like Dynasty Warriors, you should play this game. Is what that's exactly saying. what yeah. I'm saying. All right, thank yeah, you. Ryan. That's exactly what I'm Take saying. Take it under your under your recommendation. Thank you. Okay, oh. and uh, you should really play it if you enjoy people that laugh like this. Ha 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 ha.
because there's like six people in the game that laugh just like that. So, uh, anyway, other than that, I played a lot of Monster Hunter, which we already talked about. Um, the, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm finally at uh, high rank, which is nice. Um, and I, I'm not uh, anywhere close to being done with that game, which is awesome. Um, and then, like I said, I got uh, a 3DS. So um, I've been playing A Link Between Worlds, uh, which is really, 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 really good. Yep. Uh, and then I, I've also actually been playing uh, Pokemon Ultra Moon because um, one of the pressures for me getting a 3DS was my son really wants to trade Pokemon back and forth. Um, so I bought Ultra Moon, which is my first Pokemon game, uh, and it's fun. I've been I've been playing a decent amount of that. And, Are you uh, uh, interested in picking up uh, Radiant Historia at any point? So I downloaded the demo for it, mm-hmm. uh, and I started playing it a little bit. I don't really like it. <laughs> okay, uh, so I, I, I'm uh, I'm gonna t- I didn't play it for very long, and to be fair, it was late at night when I tried it. So I'm gonna give it another shot just because I've heard so many good things. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't really into a little bit. Uh, let me let me give you an example of the the whole time and alternate reality example, Ryan, because it gets kind of gets kind of interesting. Because okay. as you know, when you meddle with time, when you meddle with the forces of nature in that way, you have unforeseen consequences, right? Sure. And that is a game with many dead ends, meaning you can make choices which will literally end the world prematurely. So there's a case where say you meet this uh, scientist and yes, oh, can you go to this village and figure out how they cultivate this one particular type of vegetable, right? And he wants to research it. And you're like, well, that's that seems innocent enough, right? So you go there, you find out what it is, you have to kind of jump through a different timeline, you have to get to a place that you wouldn't normally have access to, and you get the seeds, you get the process on how to, cook, how to make it, and then as you're about to tell him your information, the guy says like, yes, with this technology, I'll be able to use this technique in order to make our military better by using this mana infusion technology that makes uh, these like uh, fruits and vegetables grow faster and easier and we can use it to increase our military might and you're like oh shit at that point you can say that like oh no 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 you can't i can't i can't let you do that i'm not going to tell you now and he'll be pissed at you understandably right because you decided to take it but if you tell him the information gives your military strength uh, a huge boost and then you end up basically uh, conquering the world with the rest of your country. But the thing is, it has a huge cost because it absorbs mana from the Earth faster, and then it basically ends the world like in, in a quicker manner. Even though your country won, it doesn't matter because the world basically ends. So at gotcha. that point, you go back and say, well, but this technology is something useful. It can be used for a better cause. So you tell him, right before you tell him, you say, okay, I'll tell you, but only if you promise to not use this uh, technology and information for military, and instead use it for produce I mean, in order to make a, a food growth, you know, to to feed their citizens and stuff like that. So you, with that caveat, you tell them the information, and finally you open up another avenue, another future that might be saved in that particular way with this new technology. So yeah. you have all these like little side quests, which seem like nothing, but end up being something that can change the world. And that's the kind of depth that you're not going to see in the demo. Sure, so just just putting that out there. Okay, yeah. I, like I said, I I've got the demo downloaded still, so I'll give it another shot and see uh, uh, see what I end up thinking of it. If uh, I'll give it a, a fair shot when I'm not uh, about ready to go to bed and see what I think of it. Sounds good. Um, but that's um, 
that's pretty much it. I also played just, which I had played before, but um, uh, I wanted to play it some more. I played some uh, Kirby Planet Robobot uh, some uh, again, which is uh, <laughs> a great game and definitely worth going back to. So That's a 3DS game, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, and then the only other stuff that I played, uh, a friend of mine and I took, uh, the kids to, um, our local arcade. And, uh, so we played, uh, some Turtles in Time, uh, back to your point earlier, Jay. Uh, some, uh, some Simpsons and, oh, uh, some other stuff good. as well. You can uh, no longer buy the Simpsons game, uh, on the networks anymore because they lost the rights or something, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's Konami, so a lot of that yeah. stuff is gone. Same thing with Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like good games, like good games and good ports of good games, like getting deleted off the internet. It's so silly. Digital rights, man, they're weird. Oh, and they sure are. Yep. So that's uh, that's it for me. All right. Well, I get to end this. I got some good stuff. Uh, I'll start off with I played... got one bad thing. I, I'm not going to talk about that game anymore. <laughs> I'm not talking about that game. Actually, I had two bad things. I'll. I'll kick off by saying I finally wrote my review for Dissidia. That's a bad game. I don't like that game. That's a bummer, man, because that game looks really good. Yeah, visually and visually fan service, fan service yeah. wise, that game is beautiful. Playing it is a bore. It is not fun. Yeah. Uh, but what is fun is Bayonetta 1 and 2 on the Switch. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Oh, uh, man. How's that, how's that baby run on the Switch? Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's still not a lock 60, <laughs> but okay. it's as close as it's ever been. Outside of yeah, P- is, is it the best version of Bayonetta 2 you can play? Because that's not out on PC. Well, I mean, it, yeah, there's only two versions, and this is clearly better than the Wii U. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, but Bayonetta 1 is not as good as the Xbox One X backward compatible version of Bayonetta 1. But you do get the, the, the costumes, so that kind of makes up for mm-hmm. it. Okay. But those games, both of those games are still fantastic games. Um, I'm loving going back through them. I mean, there's not really much to say. It's Bayonetta, <clears throat> and Bayonetta 2 has never been available outside of the Wii U, and a lot more people have a Switch. So it's also, uh, I don't know if it still is, but this week, then when it came out, Bayonetta 2 was twenty nine ninety nine digitally on the eShop. <laughs> So that, that's only for Bayonetta two, it doesn't include yes, Bayonetta one. That yeah. is correct. You have to buy the physical Bayonetta two to get the digital download code for Bayonetta one. But still, if you've never played Bayonetta two and you have played Bayonetta one, twenty nine ninety nine for Bayonetta two is a steal. So, Definitely. Um, I started playing the Kingdom Hearts, um, huh? the new one that's like the the prologue to three. 2.8? 2.8 with the, the girl. I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts, so this is all... Drew, yes. help us. Who's yeah, the girl? You play, you play as Aqua. Okay. Aqua. Aqua. Is that like that band from the 80s? Yeah. Barbie Girl. Barbie Girl. Barbie Girl. But no, that, that game is neat. Um, I feel it has some weird choices. Like, why is... X... Wait, hold, hold on. Did you just accuse Kingdom Hearts of being weird, Ken? I, I gotta, I gotta yeah. ask you to take that back, man. Nope. This... Nope, I'm not going to take Yikes. it back. Oh, that's messed up, man. Why is the X button not jump? Are we back here again? Come <laughs> on, man. It's because you're selecting stuff from a menu with the X button. I'm attacking with the X button, too. Yeah. True. But I have to jump with circle? Yeah. Why? It's not a big deal. It is it's a big bit, deal. It's been not... that way since the beginning. I don't play Kingdom Hearts. This is This is like... 
the first time I played Kingdom Hearts in ages. I do like it though. I think it's neat. The two point eight version. So that's what Kingdom. That's basically the Kingdom Hearts three engine, right? That is correct. Yep, it's neat. <clears throat> the only Disney that is, that's basically going to be your, you know, early taste of Kingdom Hearts three. The the only Disney reference so far was the Cinderella castle, and, and it really didn't play a role. That does not last very long. That that is a prologue. It took me around two hours to finish. Oh, I'm probably almost done. Then I'm doing the mirror thing right now. Uh, yeah, you're you're at the end then. Okay, I've only done one mirror. I think there's like five. There's a there's yeah there's a good amount. Okay, but it's only a two hour long thing, huh? That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, that that one that particular version also has two other things on it, but I think they're just like cutscenes, right? No, they they I think it doesn't doesn't that come with Birth by Sleep. I don't remember the other two things that are on the disc. I I only played the one. I'm pretty sure Birth by Sleep is on there. It's, I thought Birth by Sleep was in the 2.5 collection. Uh, 2.5 was Kingdom Hearts 2, wasn't it? It's one. Yeah, and but it two. had all the games in it. One and two. Oh god, fucking Kingdom Hearts is so confusing. I can't keep up with these remastered versions. There's two. Stuff. There's two versions on PS4. One of them is okay, 1.5 okay. and 2.5, and the other one's called 2.8. So 2.5 Remix is an HD remastered collection of three games in Square Enix and Kingdom Hearts series. Kingdom Hearts 2, Birth by Sleep, and RE Coded, or Recoded. Recoded, yeah. So 2.8 okay. is not... 2.8 has the 3DS game, which is Dream Drop Distance. Triple D? Yes. Okay. I still don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I enjoyed what I played at that little thing. Dream Drop Distance was okay. It had a dumb mechanic where you fall asleep and you play as a different character. Sure. And that could that could happen during boss fights. Sure. Which was really annoying. Uh, I also played... I can't talk about it, but I played a game called Mulaka. That's out this week. Mulaka. Mulaka. It's, made, it's a Spanish developer who made... Um, I don't know if you remember the Metroidvania cat game. What was that called? Lee... Um, Shit, Drew, I think you played it. I know I played it. It was on PC, and then it came to Xbox One and PS4. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What the fuck was the name of that game? I, I want to say Lienzo, but I think that's the name of the developer. I'm going to have to look it up. But, yeah, they made a new game called Malaka. It's like a 3D um, platformer based on Spanish mythology. Um, I can't talk about it, but it's out this week, so... Uh, what else did I play? I played a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to save the two good ones for last, but I thought there was something else that I played that's relatively new. Shit, I have to come back to it. I'm playing Sword Art. I've never, oh. I've never played a Sword Art game, and there's a new one that came out Friday. Uh huh. Fa- Fatal Bullet. It's on the Xbox One. All right. And that was weird to me, and I'm like, well, I've heard. <laughs> You know, I've heard the premise of this game, and I think the premise is neat. It's essentially a single-player game that tries to structure itself like you're inside an MMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one actually has multi. I don't know if any of the other ones have had actual multiplayer. Have they? I can't remember. I know Swar- uh, the one I played did not, I don't think. Okay, this one actually does. You can actually do, like, four-player missions. So in this one... You get sucked into this game that obviously is is like an MMO, but apparently it's kind of like the Black Mirror episode, if you've seen it yet, where everybody gets trapped inside it, like in real life. 
So yeah. they're, they're trapped inside the MMO, so they can't get out. And I guess when you go in, your <laughs> character goes in, like they get this super rare item that nobody can get as soon as they start the game. And it's an AI partner. Um, so uh, obviously I customized her to look like Cosmos from, from, nice. <laughs> from Xeno Saga. From, from that, from that game series that you're just going to play for Phoenix Sound, oh, right? Oh, God. Yeah, no. yep. I yeah. missed the Xeno Saga. I'm still waiting on that HD collection. Make it happen. Make it happen. Same. 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 Um, but no, this game is essentially like a third person shooter. And I, I kind of dig it. My only complaint about the game so far is I'm about two hours in, and 90 minutes of that I have spent talking to bubbly Japanese characters. Yeah, welcome to Sword Art Online. Yeah, like, but when I actually get to go do the quests, I'm really enjoying like the loop of it. Like, the shooting is not the best third-person shooting that has ever been created, but it's completely serviceable. I like the upgrades and the systems that are in it. They're very simple and very easy to understand. Um... The upgrade tree is is fairly simple. I like that you can have a goddamn lightsaber. That's kind of rad. Uh, and I like the look of the game. I mean, it's pretty standard. I mean, there's nothing exceptional about this game. But compared to a lot of the stuff that I'm playing on an Xbox, it's kind of refreshing. <laughs> Does Xbox not get those, like, anime-ass anime nope. games? Nope. Huh. Does not get them at all. <laughs> anime-ass anime games. That's the best way to describe them. I'm sorry. It's it's kind of weird. It's almost like if you're a PlayStation gamer, you get tired of them because it's saturated. If you're an Xbox, I do, yeah, I don't get tired of them because I don't play any of them. Well, there's ever. that too. There's that too. But if you're an Xbox gamer and you don't ever actually play them, then it's like, oh, that's something different. Well, you know, you know what the console that could use more anime ass anime games, the Vita, yeah. doesn't have a single one, not a one. No, it's incredible. No, yeah. But no, I'm actually playing that. I'm actually enjoying it. I, I certainly don't think... It's not one of those games that like you go, oh my god, you need to play this. This is some So what you're saying is that you're going to just start watching the anime series and just watch all the anime and the movie and we start reading the light manga, light novel along with the manga is what you're saying, right? And yeah. he'll probably have a body pillow. Nice, of course. Uh, what do you mean? you got to pick best girl. What, what do you mean a... probably? <laughs> You've already queued it up. I've already, so, a... who... Who's who's best girl? Can you gotta you gotta join the war now? I don't. You gotta pick a side. I don't even know what you're talking about. I I bought that Steins Gate Blu-ray from Amazon like three months ago, and I still haven't even opened it. Watch the, it; it's good. <laughs> the v, the Vita is so anime ass anime that I dropped it the other day, and a body pillow fell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it produces one naturally. Yeah. Uh, but the last game that I played, I want to talk about this game. Uh, it's, it's, uh, maybe you've heard of this series. It's the new Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, what is that? Metal is Gear. it like Metal Slug? Is that what we're talking about? Like a, like a spinoff of Metal I'm, Slug? I mean, yeah, kind of. No, not okay, really. Okay, alright, cool. So I played a lot of Metal Gear Survive. Um, I really like that game. Do you? A lot, actually. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me about it. What, what so, do you like about it? it's... It's a survival game. You've got a hunger meter. You've got a thirst meter. Uh, it is built on the MGS5 Fox engine. So you're essentially walking around that world. A lot of uh, desert area. Um, all right, type it up. Type up the notes. I know I'm just looking. Know. I'm just looking. So, so essentially, <laughs> it has a Metal Gear-ass intro. Like... <laughs> crazy, whacked-out story. Uh, if you know anything about this game, it takes place immediately following Ground Zeroes. 
And in fact, mm. you will see that sequence happen. So what happened is you are one of the soldiers that was on the base when it was attacked. And after boss, you know, leaves, picks up Master Miller, flies off in the helicopter, you get sucked into an alternate dimension <laughs> where there are zombie unicorns and dust. And when you go in the dust, you got to have like a, like a, um, oxygen tank. So it's, it's weird. Like, it's super weird, and there's a lot of weird characters in the game, and there's a lot of weird dialogue, but this is not about the story, this is about the survival loop. So, I bought the game because I got it super cheap, it's Metal Gear, I'm going to try it. But once I got into the loop of the game, I actually really started to enjoy it. Well, let's say you're having a, you're playing a session of the game. Uh, describe the loop for me so we get an idea of what it feels like to play the game. So once you get into the game, eventually you know, you'll go through the intro part, and then you'll get to this main area, which is kind of like your base. So you set up this base, and in this base there are a lot of uh, crafting tables. So you can craft weapons, you can cook food, you can craft gadgets, you can create items that you use on your area. You can upgrade that base over time based on you know going out and collecting resources and progressing through the story. Um, you can level up your character in between missions if you collect this energy that also is used as the currency to build your base. So what happens is, is you go out and you'll get these missions and it's like, you know, go do this, go collect this data so that I can piece together the story, go collect these characters so they can come back to your base and help you, you know, progress to the game. So then you prepare your stuff, you get, you know, your food, your water, your, uh, your items, like you can get, uh, lures to, kind of move characters off to the side so you can bypass them, you can upgrade weapons, you can upgrade equipment. So you set up yourself, you go out and you do these missions. What I'm enjoying about the loop is that every mission seems to progressively be more challenging. Like, I was sweating on the last mission last night. So I had to go, a helicopter crashed, and there's an AI that gives you your mission. So the AI is like, you should go investigate the crash because there's obviously going to be supplies there and there may be survivors that you could bring back here to help you with your base work. So I had to go over, and it's in the dust, so I had to be using my my um, my oxygen tank. It's another meter that you have to pay attention to. Um, so I had to go into the dust. Uh, there was a bunch of enemies there, so I kind of took them out, a couple of them stealthily. I led a couple more of them into a fire so that they got killed through that. So then I found the person, um, so then I had to pick up the person, and then I had to lure, there's like 20 of the zombies off to the side, so I had to lure them over to the side and sneak around behind them. And all the while, the character that I'm carrying, their health is going down, they're unconscious, so they can't talk, and their health just keeps going down. So I carry them up to this place, uh, which eventually is like a wormhole that you use to travel, it, it becomes your fast travel point, so you can fast travel to different parts of the map. So I get them over to the wormhole area, come to find out that I have to turn it on. And in this game, when you have to turn on a wormhole, it makes this really loud noise that essentially turns the game into a horde mode, where you have to defend the wormhole before it <laughs> before it explodes. And unfortunately, I failed that mission because I didn't get to the person fast enough, so their health fell off. So, But in most of the time, in a game like that, when that happens to me, I immediately want to quit the game. 
Mm-hmm. But this has happened to me on several missions in this game, and my immediate reaction is, all right, I'm going to go take a break, I'm going to come back to this later, and I'm going to prepare better, and I'm going to do it right. Yeah, okay, so you have to be attached to what you're doing in order to have that experience. Because for me, when I'm kind of tuned out, like you said, when something like that happens, I'm done. Yeah. Uninstall. I'm never playing this game again. But yeah, okay. most that's most good. games, I that's how I feel when I get to that point. There's something about this game that the loop and the stuff that you're doing in it is interesting enough to me that I keep going back to it. Like I do, baby. I do like one mission a night. And then I go back. I actually do two missions a night. I do the one that I failed the night before because I prepare better for it. And then I try the next one. And when I fail it, I come back to it the next day and prepare for it better. So basically that's kind of my loop for this game right now. Now I'm not saying, and it's nice not having to review the game so I don't have to, bl- I don't have to barrel through it to see how I'm going to feel down the line. But I don't know when I'll hit a wall with the game. But when I do... Then you know I'll just be done with it. I think after the discounts and all that stuff, I ended up paying twenty bucks for it. So I don't feel like I'm out anything. But for some reason, this game has got me. Like yeah. I'm enjoying that survival loop that most games like to. And the truth of the matter is, when I bought it, I thought it was just the horde mode from the beta. And I'm like, well, I'll probably play this for an hour and be done with it. You know. And that's okay for me because it was 20 bucks or whatever. But I've actually sunk five hours into this game and I still want to keep playing it. Okay. And it is not just the horde mode. The horde mode parts are there. And in fact, you can play them cooperatively online if you want to. But you don't have to. That's what's kind of nice about it. Um, there is some weird stuff in this game. You know, it's Konami. So I'm sure you've seen the news stories about how it's like $10 for a secondary slot character. Um, In theory, yes, that's true. You have to spend these coins, and the coins cost real money. But when I logged in yesterday, they gave me like a bunch of those coins. So I don't know if that's just an early adopter thing, or if it's like a regular daily login bonus or whatever. But I don't know. So far, I haven't felt the need for a second character, but it it is also kind of gross that they charge you $10 for a a save slot. That seems really kind of dumb. Um, I just got the ability to craft guns yesterday. And the most important thing that I need to do, I'm trying to get to in the story, because you collect water in the game, but it's dirty water, and it causes your character to like throw up and have status effects. So one of the things I'm striving for, this is the dumbest thing to say in a video game, but the one of the things I'm striving to get in the game is a a pot that hangs over my campfire so I can boil the water. <laughs> that, 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 yep. that's like a thing you're striving towards. Yep. Wow. In order to do that, you have to upgrade to the point where you can build a level two campfire. <laughs> it's the dumbest level stuff to say. <laughs> it's the dumbest stuff in the world to say out loud. Oh man! But I get it from a, like a, a gaming perspective, like the the gamification of of simple mechanics. Because in my brain, I'm like, I have a campfire where I already cook like sheep and stuff. So like, there's a there's a bucket laying on the ground. If I was out there in real life, I'd just pick up the bucket, pour the water in it, and set it on top of the fire. You know what I mean? Are you playing as like a new recruit? I thought you were like a special forces elite soldier. Oh no, from... you you are a member from the base. You are okay. one of the soldiers from the base. When when XOF attacked, 
you got sucked into another dimension. And there's even another guy in my base that I ran into on my way to the base, and he's a special forces captain as well, and apparently neither of us can boil water in a bucket. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I'm enjoying that game. I think it's funny that so many people are adamant about, like, shitting on that game, because you know that whole fuck Konami thing, and I get it. But I'm going to say, like I say every week, if you didn't buy games from shitty game companies, you wouldn't play fucking video games, okay? That's just the long and the short of it. Because they're, they're all shitty. Know. They're all shitty game companies. They're, they're all, there's, there's different levels of shitty. There is different I mean? levels yeah. of shitty, but nobody knows the story of what happened. They just go by... They just give Kojima the benefit of the doubt because he's Kojima. I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt, yeah, over over the years. <sighs> I start to wonder if he <laughs> was just, like, just hemorrhaging money. And Maybe he was, but the thing about it is, like, like, does that matter to us particularly as consumers? Not really, right? And neither, and neither does what Konami did. But they it, people get it, real defensive. No, the, when, when they start canceling games that we're really looking forward to for dumb, you know, weird reasons. And, well, I don't well, think actually, that... I don't think they canceled Silent Hills for weird reasons. I think they canceled Silent Hills because Kojima was about to get fired. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. You have to be transparent with the people that you know are going to try to consume your products. And Konami is the opposite of transparent. You know what I mean? They're very secretive. They hide everything that they're doing and their direction. And that's just the thing. Like You have to defend yourself in some ways. I understand that you're going to get eaten alive one way or the other, but you have to put it out there. Otherwise, people are just going to assume the worst. Uh, and then that's just what happened with Konami. I don't think I don't think they're like fucking like Hitler levels of bad or any kind of exaggeration hyperbole shit that people like to throw around. But they they did a lot of things poorly in sequence. Sure. And that's just kind of what happens, you know. Sure. I the problem is I just don't care. Yeah. I I don't care what they did if I'm enjoying the game. I, but I'm, really, I'm yeah, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying. It. You're the only person that I've heard that's enjoying the game. So I'm probably the only person that actually played it though. <laughs> Or didn't go in with a preconceived notion, I guess, is the is the truth of the Because I went in not really caring. What, and now that I think about it, I remember the other game I played, um, which was Kingdom Come Deliverance. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that game. I yeah, see, that seems to be a love it or hate it kind of game. Yeah, I see a lot of people praising that game, mm-hmm. but I find it just, like, insane. It's like a boring Skyrim. Like a super boring Skyrim, and I don't like the combat. The combat is a lot like uh, For Honor, where you have four, or in this one you actually have five directions that you can swing or block. And it seems like when I get into a fight with somebody, they just immediately block whichever way I swing. And I just, it, it just, it's just drab. I don't like it at all. Um. I'm going to try to give it some more time. I, I, I'm supposed to review it, but at this point, I, I don't even feel comfortable for reviewing it because I've played it for two hours, and I just don't want to play anymore. So, I don't know. I don't like that game. Okay, fair enough. So, I, yeah, I'm that asshole this week that didn't like the game everybody else likes and likes the game everybody else hates. I don't know about everyone and likes that game. Kingdom Come has gotten a bunch of fives and six reviews from a lot of different outlets too. That's Although there's some nines and tens. Yeah, I see a lot of people liking that game a lot, and I just I'm just playing it. And I'm like, I just, I just don't get it. I don't like it. The uh, the way I understood it is that you know I'm taking I'm not checking out as many games that are popular as they are. You know, this would be kind of being the zeitgeist as it were. 
So I didn't play games like I you know I played the beta of Metal Gear Survive a little bit. I was like, eh, it's, it's okay, I guess. Mostly because the Fox engine is so good, you know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what that's what makes a lot of the things in that game. Yeah, like yeah. it's really weird. Like I don't play a lot of survival games, but the way they've designed this one, everything just seems to work the way it should. Like the even playing Subnautica, there's a lot of stuff that's just kind of like. I don't know, it's it's hard to understand exactly what you're supposed to do. In Metal Gear Survive, I feel like everything is right in front of me. Like, if you think this should work, it probably will. It's it's weird that it's a lot more intuitive than most of those games that I've played. And yes, the Fox engine is fucking incredible. <laughs> but anyway, no, I've played a lot of Metal Gear Survive. And I will probably play some more this week. I did play Overwatch quite a bit. I don't have nearly any of the skins. I don't have Widows. I don't have Genjis. I don't have uh, Zarya's. I I even did all my loot boxes. I do my arcade loot boxes every week, and I play a lot, and I just haven't gotten them. I haven't gotten lucky. What uh, What game was you guys play to get the arcade loot boxes nowadays? Um, I, I usually stick... I tried the Capture the Flag on the new map. I didn't dig it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't did capture the flag in Overwatch to begin with. Most okay. of the time I'll play um, Total Mayhem if it's available. It's usually only a one-day thing. Or I play Mystery Heroes because Mystery Heroes forces me to kind of play stuff I don't normally play. That's all yeah. I ever play is Mystery Heroes. Yeah. Mystery Heroes is good, but there's there's some times where I just feel completely robbed. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. When, yeah, when, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the nature of Mystery Heroes. When you get that. stuck with characters, like I, I spent an entire match getting switched back and forth between Tracer and, and somebody else that I can't play, and mm-hmm. the other team ended up like, it felt like four of the five four of the six people on that team had gotten their mains, <laughs> Yeah, and we just could not kill them, and I just kept getting frustrated. But most of the time, I'm okay. Like, taking a Torb on attack, on a... On a <laughs> That's kind of fun to do, you know. It, no, no one can shit talk to you either because it's random. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part. Exactly, yeah. and it forces people to do healers because if you do quick play, that's like a barren wasteland. Everybody, everybody goes Reaper, Tracer, Soldier. Well, and then since I put well, no, on Xbox there's always Hanzo, Widowmaker, Genji in every match. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Ken, I think you'd be happy to know that. Uh, I started playing some Moira. Oh man, she is so good. Dude. Oh Moira, I. It's like it's unbelievable how good she is. Yeah. Moira's really hard to kill. She, she is. is. That's one of his best. Does, you know, because her because attack, can... her attack siphons your health and gives it to her. Yeah, and then on top of that, you can throw a healing orb and move forward. And you can also mm-hmm. dash. The yeah. Little, the little yeah, and go you... in, go invisible for a time. You know, it's it's amazing. Her toolkit. It is so good, and then when you're one on one against some dude, you can just pop your ultimate, and what are they gonna do? You know, you you constantly heal through the damage that you're doing, and also doing a decent amount of damage, so you become so difficult to kill. So man, Moira is so good. Yeah, That's Moira. Crazy. Moira is like a character that like I can go toe to toe with a Genji, a Diva. Mm-hmm. I I can go to toe to toe with almost anybody. The only yeah. character that's hard to fight with Moira sometimes is May. If she starts to get that freeze on, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, the freeze. Yeah, so but as long as you have the dash, yeah, Reaper, Reaper's you. Reaper's hard to get because he can also do his little teleport and you stop doing damage. And you know, I hear doing... myself. <laughs> I heard you a little bit too. I don't know where that's from. Uh but anyway, I've been I've been doing the death match things. All you got to do is come up top four, and that's been pretty. It's rare for me to not make top four. 
Um, so just just like knocking those out like twelve games in a row. Yeah, I d- it's I getting all the loot boxes. I just don't play like my wife tries to get me to play deathmatch all the time, and I'm like, I just I don't play Overwatch to to do that. I, I know what you mean, Ken, but Junkrat's really good in deathmatch. Dude, I <laughs> it's have, like really good. I I oh trust me, Junk is my it's like whoo. I've been in some games recently. I was in a game yesterday. I was eighty percent on fire. Nice as Junkrat. I mean, I literally carried the team. Like my team was terrible; they couldn't kill anybody. So I carried them from. We were playing Hollywood. I carried them all the way to the the hallway, and I just couldn't get that last choke point. I just couldn't get by myself. I just couldn't win six versus six v one. <laughs> Sometimes it feels that way, but you know. Yeah, like I like, like I carried them because they couldn't take the base forever, and finally I just I mined myself over the big wall, landed in the base. They finally made it to me. I took out the first two. They all died, so I finished the last four. <laughs> you get to the the screen at the end; it's like Junkrat, eighty percent on fire, MVP. I'm like, and we lost. Yeah, you know, I I have come to the conclusion that besides Achenwald, I don't like any of the new maps. Yeah, Achenwald is my favorite. I don't like Blizzard. I don't like Lunar. I hate Lunar Colony, and I really don't like Blizzard World. I like the other new map that they made, the three-point, um, or the three-match. Oh, uh, Oasis? Yes, I like Oasis. That yeah. Oasis is pretty good. I I don't like that. Like, I, I am weak for capture points. Like, I'm just not good at that. I'm good at escorting a payload. I like payload the best. Payload's my favorite. Unless unless I'm defending, then I like two point. I don't like attacking two point. I like defending two point. Hmm. You got to capture it first. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, enough Overwatch discussion. All right, goddamn game. Hero twenty seven's coming, bitches. What's out this week? There's a lot. There is a lot. Yeah, but how much of it is good? Eh. All of it, Ryan. All of it is good. Yeah, I know that's not true. Blasters of the Universe. That Can is you a, tell me that is not good, Ryan? Come on. That is a great play it's on amazing. words, though. I will guess that it is probably a 6 out of 10. Mm, that's generous. <laughs> Crypt of the Serpent King. This game has been out on PC and Xbox One, but it's coming to PS4. It's not a good game. Not a good game. Uh, De Blob 2. Remaster. You know, okay. More De Blob. Uh, Don't Knock Twice. Okay. Gra- Gravel, which is an off-road racing game from Square Enix. Sure. Uh, Heroin Anthem Zero, Episode 1. Heroin. Yeah, like... <laughs> I know what you mean. You got it? You there? Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, followed by its sequel, Crack Cocaine, Anthem Zero. <laughs> uh, Hex Tunnel. I don't even know what that is. Immortal Redneck. Okay. Um, this, it's a this, Hulk Hogan video game. This game is weird. It's an FPS roguelike uh, where you play a redneck uh, shooting through tombs in ancient Egypt. Wow. Whew. 
I watched the video on Xbox Live. I was like, oh, wow, hey, hey, about this game. Uh, Jetto Mero, Hero of the Universe. Okay. Uh, Moss, that game with the mouse. Okay. PlayStation game. Uh, Mulaka, which I talked about earlier. Rift Star Raiders. Shiny. Okay. Streets of Red, Devil's Dare Deluxe. I was about to say, I know that one, but then you said Red. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going to say Streets of Rage, too. There's a Streets of Rage clone coming out soon that I've been seeing screenshots of that looks kind of rad. I can't think of the name of it. Timothy versus the Aliens. Okay. These are not Steam games, by the way. These are coming to PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Yeah. Dragon Ball, Xenoverse 2, The Extra Pack 2, Infinite History. (laughs) Yoku's getting another form, baby. Yeah. He he really desperately needed another one, so it's good that he's he's getting one. Yeah, you know. Perfect angle. Is it a fishing? Uh, That seems like it should be, right? Bridge Constructor Portal is coming to consoles this week. Bulb Boy. Bulb Boy. Bulb? Bulb. Okay. Bulb. Not bulb. Not bald boy. It was like a Caillou video game. (laughs) (laughs) See, people with kids. I'm glad there's somebody else that got that. People with kids are the only ones that are going to get that joke. (laughs) I have no idea what that is. Annoying little shit. Caillou's a dick. I don't like Caillou. (laughs) Uh, My son watched that for like a couple weeks. I'm like, can you watch something else? Caillou sucks. Caillou is rage-inducing. Oh, God, I hate that. Doesn't help that he's such a brat. Yeah, right? What are we talking about? It's a kid's show. show. Is it called Caillou? It's It's called Caillou. (laughs) Bald little jerk. Yeah. He's he's like a bald... He's like a bad Charlie Brown. He's he's not (laughs) good. If Charlie Brown sucked, he'd be Caillou. Yeah, pretty much. Is that the thing that like? Is that the thing that you hate from your that you know the one thing your kid likes that you hate? Well, I mean, my kid liked it when he was like two or three. So yeah, no, he my, hasn't liked it in a while. Yeah, my son only watched it for like two weeks, and he was very young when he did. And, mm. But the entire time he watched it, I just oh, I'm filled with rage. And it's got a horrible theme song that gets stuck in your head. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's a bad show. Don't let your kids watch Caillou. Ban Caillou. Hashtag yeah. no more Caillou. <laughs> it sounds like Even a Japanese anime like or something. As hell. Oh shit! Oh, see, um, speed runners from hell. Okay. I, I, they don't Pigs in <laughs> Darkest Dungeon is finally coming to Xbox One. That's a good game. So it's hard game. Yeah, it's. It's one of those torturous games that you play, and you die, and you think to yourself, why am I putting myself through this? And then you get right back on it, because you like the game. Yeah. One more run. Deep Rock Galactic is coming to game preview on Xbox One this week. That's the... Sounds like an 80s prog rock band. Fuck right, it does. Uh, That's the, like, Minecraft game with dwarves? The the four-player game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, from E3. Remember that one? That's hitting game preview this week. Uh, Switch or die trying. 
I don't know anything about that game. Is that 50 cents new game? <laughs> Hit that big ass ram, 50. <laughs> uh, uh, Pit People 1.0 It's finally coming out You remember when The Behemoth was relevant? Me either I've heard good things about that game though I, I just haven't played it uh, Shopkeep Okay The story goes on And on and on and on Nothing? Okay. It's like the song that doesn't end. Yeah. This is the song that dies and uh Turok one and two are also coming to Xbox One this week. Really? Yep. Seems a strange choice. Well they just got remastered on PC last year, so still seems like a strange choice. I don't know. I love Turok. E- even after it's been remastered, those games are super rough, so I like don't... both of those yeah. games. Eh. Off. I mean, they were they were great in the late '90s, or whenever they came out. I'm ready to go back to the late '90s. <laughs> Spot the difference. The ultimate edition is coming to the Switch. With all DLC, oh snap! Oh yeah. Speaking of all the DLC, the game you've been waiting, the, the game you bought a Switch for, is coming out this week. Zelda. Payday Two. Really? Yeah. Wow. Remember when we had fun with that? That game was cool. And then it came out and it got broken. (laughs) It came out and it got broken. It came out and it got broken. Yeah. Just like Street Fighter (laughs) 4. Just like like Drive Club. Drew? Just like the other games I reviewed. I was going to say, Drew Drew reviews games and then they get broken. I I think that's a Drew problem. I don't think that's a game problem. I need to stop reviewing games. That's my problem. At least early games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then there is the Switch swath of indie games. A whole new world. A normal lost... Dazzling place. Yeah. Uh, I never knew. But you know what? It's spelled (laughs) H-O-L-E. Oh. Oh, So it's like Courtney Love? Yeah, sure. That's kind of gross and relevant. (laughs) Uh, Hope your breath gets better. Not really. <laughs> uh, a normal lost phone. The fuck? I don't. Dude. Is the PC games? Is, is that what we're? No, at, no. Right? I'm on Switch. I'm on Switch. Oh boy. I mean, we got the PC yet. Uh, Sin Goku Two, part of the ACA Neo Geo games. Uh, Arcade Archives is uh, releasing Star Force. Uh, Damascus Gear Operation Tokyo. Uh, Detention <laughs> Little Triangle Also a Courtney Love reference <laughs> Wow That was a bad joke <laughs> That was a really bad joke Uh is also coming to the Switch It's coming to everything uh, Packet Queen Hashtag <clears throat> it's, just, it's just a Hashtag. It's just a pound sign Packet Queen Pound sign <laughs> Okay. Uh, Paper Wars Cannon Fodder. Sure. Uh, Subsurface Circular. Say that three times fast. (laughs) Alright, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Oh my god. Totes the Goat. (laughs) 
Totes, totes, my goats. Totally, totes, my goats. What the fuck? Late magnates. Oh God! If you say fam, I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> it's lit, fam. It is lit, oh, fam. Fucking God. AF. Shoot me in the face. It's lit AF. Super Bay. Super toy cars is also coming to the Switch this week. That's lit as fuck. I'll tell you. All right, PC games. Man, there's some good ones. Okay. Oh, excellent. Let me bring up Steam. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I know what I'm looking for. Apple Snake colon the Christmas story. (laughs) Apple Snake? (laughs) I'm trying to imagine... There's a ton of Apple Snake games. Yeah, I remember. I think we've talked about these before. It's like Snake. You're playing Snake. Well, what, where's the apple, you know, coming to the formula there? Is it it, just getting apples? You eat apples and the snake gets longer. Do snakes (laughs) traditionally eat apples? No. No. Okay. Uh, Derek Quest 7. Derek Quest? Derek Quest. That's the seventh one. Don't forget that part. Don't touch the walls. Don't is all capitals. Don't touch the wall. <laughs> uh, for food's sake, VR. What for? Food food's sake. Uh, 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 is well. It's a VR game. Ooh, man, this looks action-packed food sorting game that comes with a boom. Join the workforce today for food's sake. Hold your breath; it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not true. <laughs> I saw it. All capitals. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a whole yeah. bunch of people. It was pretty big. What's it's the big good, difference? It was a good movie. Uh, I think the <laughs> best box box office for a horror movie ever. Lots of balls. <laughs> Spell balls for me. B a l l s. Okay, I'm just checking. There's a lot of play on words with the the ball sound. Spell like balls B-A-W-L. for me. He says. <laughs> Spell balls for me. <laughs> Ryan, I, I meant that as literally as I could. I don't know what you're trying to get at, buddy. Get your mind out of the gutter. And, and finally, the game you've all been waiting for, Putin 2018, where the one is an exclamation point. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay, uh, well, I just typed in Putin. <laughs> that was a mistake. Now you're on a list. Yep. So first off, the first one that comes up is Putin takes taxes, <laughs> which is I gotta look this one up. Uh, Putin takes taxes. This kind of simulator president. If your people do not pay taxes, need to solve this problem personally. What is Therefore, it? Putin what? left the Kremlin uh, that would collect tribute from his people and restore order on the. This sounds like one of those randomly generated internet pages. That, that sounds like the kind of game that you buy and it steals all your information and uses your information <laughs> to hack the American election. <laughs> All right, Putin 2018 with an exclamation point. Oh my God, what the fuck is this? Is he, is he is he topless on a horse? Uh, he is topless, but he is in a plane, and he is shooting Damn. at a floating head, a giant floating head. 
Um, Putin 2018 is a new indie game that will make you feel like a real hero. A game which you, uh, a chance, which gives you a chance to play as the ex KGB agent, Russian president, and, uh, according to Forbes, one of the most powerful people in the world, Vladimir Vladimirovich Putin. To be a real hero, huh? Is his real name Vladimir Vladimirovich Putin? I believe that is correct, yes. Probably. So he's named twice? That, yeah. uh, I'm just going to leave this alone. I mean, your middle name's Bob, so what do you... <laughs> Drew Bob. Yeah. Drew Bob Lee. Drew, Drew Bob. Yeah. Drew Bob. Yeah, what I'm saying, man. Drew Bob, man. What I'm saying. Now he's shooting a giant head of Donald Trump. Oh, it's, 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 it's different leaders of the world who are giant heads that he yeah, shoots right. down with an airplane. He probably wouldn't shoot the Donald Trump one. He'd probably... <laughs> come on, come on now, Ryan. This ain't no political podcast. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Vladimir Vladimirovich Putin. I did not know that. Drew's got the name of his first child. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a Bob in there though, because we live in Georgia. Vladimir Vladimirovich Bob Leachman. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. There you go. Uh, Super Mario. Uh, we'll go to news now. I'm done with games. Okay. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey update is free and it's available now. Uh, so you can go play Balloon Hunt or whatever. What what is that? I don't even know what that is. So apparently like you can hide balloons in the world and then send them to your friends for them to go try to find. Oh, okay. it's like an asynchronous sounds... multiplayer game kind of thing. Gotcha. Sounds kind of lame. Yep. Yep. Uh, free games with gold for March. Uh, super. Hot. Super hot. If you've never played that game, you don't get that. Trials of the Blood Dragon is also in that, which you should play. That's a pretty good game. You also, for 360, you get Quantum Conundrum and Brave, the video game, based on the uh, movie. Okay, I was about to ask. Yeah. Uh, the rumor floating around, which will probably be debunked next week, is that the PlayStation Plus lineup is the best since the inception of the service. Which, okay. means, which means Knack 2 is on there. Knack <laughs> 2 is actually good. Knack 2 is actually good, so there is that. But, you know, Knack's already been on there, so we can't make that joke anymore. Took a while. Sure did. It'll be a, it'll be a Lair remaster. Oh, God. Uh, Soul Calibur 6 introduced two new characters this week. Uh, the first one is Ivy. Like, that wouldn't have happened. And uh, the second one is Zosalamel. Is that how you say that? Zoss- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From three. Yep. Mr. Scythe. He was pretty. He was a pretty cool uh, character, actually. Yeah, unfortunately, he what was about a- Spawn. That's the, that's the Egyptian guy, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he carries the scythe as his weapon. Yep. Uh, there was a new Fable game released this week. Okay. Okay. It's a free-to-play card game. Oh right, that Fable Fortune. It's on Xbox One and PC. Well, that's a franchise that really kind of fell off the map. I think they're going to announce a new one at E3. I think. Too little, too late? Nah. Hey, you think anybody will care? I care. I'd play it. You didn't like Fable? I like Fable no, 1, I, 2, I, feel, I don't. I didn't mind Fable, but I feel like Fable's one of those games where it got a lot of press because it was the first to try some things. And the stuff that it was good at is the stuff that everybody does now. Oh, that's like it's true. none of it's none of it's original anymore. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think it'll light the world on fire, but I think it'll probably be all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Dice Awards happened. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, of course, one game of the year. You know that that Dice Awards, did, you, did anyone watch it? No, unfortunately no. it was on super late at night. I was busy. Yeah, I I tuned in for the first time. I've never watched a Dice Award. That's a much smaller thing than I thought. Yeah, it, it no has only like yeah, like 2000 people watching the thing. Yeah. That's that's not a lot of people. And also like Near Automata won best RPG. That is stupid. No one even came to grab the award. Like, they didn't even show up. Like, they didn't even tell them they're not going to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they announced that they left the stage to bring someone in, and then, then nothing happened. So, you, you wonder... People always ask this question every time the Keeley Awards come up. Like, why do you do all this other stuff? And the Dice Awards are exactly why you do all that other stuff. Yeah, like, compared to the Dice Award, like, the Game Award with Keeley was a fucking... Was was a fucking col- a coliseum event, you know? Yep. It was a masterpiece in comparison. That's kind of a bummer. I thought Dice Awards has some sort of prestige behind it, but oh, they they absolutely do. Um, okay. Uh, among like developers, just and, not as a spectacle. Uh, yeah, it's oh, not okay, a spectacle. Okay. Maybe but, just amongst the developers themselves. Yeah, nobody so nobody public. pays attention to that stuff. I mean, if you watch the people that accepted the awards, they were like wearing suits and ties, and it was it's a real formal affair. But yeah. it's not a spectacle of Mountain Dew and Doritos, man. Come on. <laughs> the uh, the guy that had was his job that was from Nintendo. I don't know what position he had as Nintendo, but it was his job to get the awards. And there was like five or six awards that Nintendo got that night. So it's like, hi guys, it's me again. Just coming up on the stage. Nobody knows him, and everyone is applauding because at that point it has basically become a meme onto itself. So yep. I thought it was kind of funny. That's how it works. Is anybody ready to return to Paradise City? Always. Is the not, graph green? Not the, for the, that price. The girls are pretty. <laughs> so Burnout Paradise is coming back to Xbox One and PS4. Um, it's forty dollars. That's that's wow. more than what I paid for the original game. It's it was. <laughs> I think I bought it for twenty five. It, it's on Xbox One as a backward compat title, and I believe it's been on sale many times for five dollars. Sure, it doesn't have all the DLC. But man, and it's also worth noting that their tagline in the in the um, the trailer is that the 4K 60 is only available on Pro and X, which I get the 4K part. But does that mean that the regular Xbox One and PS4 versions don't run at 60? Hope not. That would be bad. What uh, what year did Paradise come out? That's been ten years now, right? That game should be able to run at 60. Come on now, man. Dude, come on. Depends on how much remastering they did. It depends yeah. on how much mastering they did. I bet they just uh, ported the PC version. What's uh, EA's track record for remasters? They Have they been good? They don't do them. They don't do them? This is kind of like their first foray? Yep. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see uh, their standard for it. Trying to get in on that remaster money. They were oh, the, they Sony's were, been all over that, man. you got to get in on that. They were one of the companies that came out against it when it started happening at first. Because everybody immediately went to, I want a Mass Effect remaster. <laughs> the trilogy. Um, trilogy. I don't know. I mean, Mass Effect 2 and 3 have aged pretty well as far as the visuals go. Yeah, I'd rather have a... So 
I'd rather have a, a Knights of the Old Republic and a Jade Empire oh, remaster. There you go, Ryan. There you go. I like completely redesigned uh, like controls and everything to fit the yeah. modern gameplay. Yeah, that'd be great. Just an FYI, if you own an Xbox One, you can play four of those five games. They're all backward compatible. And just uh, like buy more Xboxes, I guess. Well, I mean, I have Jade Empire on iPad, so. That's not how you plays... play video games. It actually plays pretty well on iPad. But no, if you haven't played it, the Knights of the Old Republic on the X looks really good. Looks like the PC remaster they did a few years back. It still plays like it did, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is going on? I feel like we've missed some news, and I'm trying to find it because we weren't here last week. I'm sure a lot of things happened. They yes. added they added motion controls to Doom on the Switch, and uh, I'm sure that's what was missing from that game to make it better. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know, son. It's true. Yeah, motion controls is is where it's at. I don't. I don't think I have anything else. I'm scrolling really? through this. I I, I don't see. There's a Tomb Raider Barbie doll. <laughs> it's coming okay. connected to what the it, new movie, what, I assume. Yeah, it's coming. It's connected to the new movie. It's available uh, okay. in March. Will be thirty dollars. I was hoping it was made out of like bricks, and then it was the old PlayStation One Tomb Raider model. It's like yeah, the pointy boobs. Yeah, you kill someone with it if you just throw it hard enough. Well, you can kill somebody with anything if you throw it hard enough. Now, uh, not with like a piece of sponge. I don't know, man. What if it, if you throw it just right and it, and it goes down the throat and it's choked to death? I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you can do that, honestly. I don't. You know, you don't I mean, you're, you're welcome to try it. Hey, hey. That should that should be our cho- our show's tagline. <laughs> what? News for Gamers Internet Style Radio Program. You can kill somebody with anything if you throw it hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just... I was I was gonna go with the opposite with Aquatine and say you can poke him with a pillar and kill him. <laughs> you could you could poke him with the pillow. <laughs> you could poke him with a pillow and kill him. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> click over to the emails. Uh, Todd, Coco? hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog movie to come out in November 2019. Yeah, you. I said there was no more news. I was still Does correct. Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out in November on Human Love. It's it's a mixed CGI live action. So like the new Ninja Turtle movies. Deadpool Tim Miller is the executive producer. Don't don't let the executive producer tag. I know, I know. But there's something to Hedgehog movie coming out, guys. There there is. (laughs) Uh, Is Jaleel White gonna voice him? No. What? Why would Jaleel White put himself on such a terrible project? Did uh did you guys see the, the Detective Pikachu trailer? That's no good. Uh, the, <laughs> the, sorry, the the game trailer or the movie trailer? Um, I thought they were one and the same. Are they different? no? They're different things. Yeah, like the thir- okay. the 3ds game trailer. Yeah, 3ds. There's a movie coming out. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God. Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Pikachu. Yes. I'm not making this up. This is not a lie. It is not April. This no, that's true, that's legit. Yeah, that's a true statement. The, do you know the first two uh, spoken lines in the 3DS game trailer? It says, It seems that Pikachu has indeed lost his memories, 
The second line goes, humans cannot be trusted. And I'm, I'm just watching and listening to this trailer about Pikachu wearing a cute hat, speaking, our, speaking well, Japanese, right? And I'm like, what, what even is think- this? The best line in that trailer is, if you don't mind, I'd like to see what you look like under that cloth. Ah! <laughs> yeah. What the hell is even happening? Pokemon's weird, guys. <laughs> Pokemon's really weird. Video games are weird. Eh. We should probably get a like, lull. Pikachu, Pikachu talking like a 45-year-old overweight detective yeah. Yeah. Uh, is just very strange to me. But yes. It, if he should have gotten Danny DeVito. If he doesn't at some point just go... Pika in the middle of his gruff conversation. <clears throat> I think that's a failed opportunity. I think it's a failed opportunity if he doesn't at some point say, "I'm too old for this shit." I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Pikachu's. If you think about when the the anime was first indicated on television, he Pikachu must be at least about thirty years old at this point. So maybe, maybe it should be, "I'm too evolved for this shit." Yeah. <laughs> well, he's never evolved past his first form, so I don't know. Second a, form, right? It's not Detective no, Raichu. The first form. No, Pichu's the first form. Pichu's the first form. Oh, they added that. That's, that's, that's after Generation 1. That shit doesn't count. Okay? That shit's not canon. Actually, it is canon. Shut up. It doesn't, it doesn't count in my Go with my argument. It's not head canon. <laughs> head canon, sure. Yeah. Fucking Pichu cares. I always thought Pichu was a different Pokemon, but, you know. Maybe what... it is, and maybe just just totally ignorant about Pokemon, because we're all pretty ignorant. I know for a fact that Pichu evolves into Pikachu. That's stupid. That's that. That's retrofitting canon. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> this is very important. This is we need to we need to pass this out. I'm trying to make it sound a lot serious, a lot more serious than it is. <clears throat> They're gonna do a prequel movie, and it's gonna be Detective Pichu. Oh God! Please, please don't. Uh, emails, Todd Coco, uh, you might want to check your email account, because I'm pretty sure this is spam, it just says, good afternoon, podcasts, and then there's a Google link that I'm not clicking. And <laughs> definitely yeah, do that. not click that. I am not clicking. I guess because it thinks that's your name. Good afternoon, podcasts. Alright. Because it's podcast at sgtgd.com. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Antonio did send an email, this is not spam, this actually has words in it. <laughs> says, last week I got a friend request on PSN. I looked at the profile and immediately thought it was a spam account, except that the person at least played one game, which was Rise of the Tomb Raider. I got curious, seeing as how I just recently finished that game a day or two prior, and googled their screen name and got a YouTube channel as a response. Turns out it was some prepubescent kid who had just got a PS4 for Christmas and has uploaded a few Tomb Raider clips. So I decided to accept his friend request. A few days later, the kid chats me up via PlayStation messaging, asking me what I'm playing and such, and eventually asking me for help with Tomb Raider. It was at that moment I realized I became a 32-year-old father to this child, who could have either been a boy or a girl because I couldn't decipher their prepubescent voice based on his or her few YouTube videos. I said, sure, but the help needed was too complex to explain without me actually seeing where they were exactly. The next thing I know, I get an invitation and a message asking if I had the earpiece thing. (laughs) It was at that moment that I realized that I wasn't ready to be a father. With a heart full of shame, I blocked my child. I hope he or she can forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you did did the right thing. That was just Chris Hansen. Uh, He's just trying to bait you. 
I, I hope he or she can forgive me one day, but until then, I will be silently watching their YouTube videos, knowing that one day they will know that the one view his or her videos got was from me. Well, I don't know. Now he's he blocked him, but now he's stalking his videos. You know, yeah. it's, that's a little bit weird, man. That's a that's a Black Mirror episode, by the way. Well, that is pretty funny, though. That's a sequence of because I I've gotten I had I think I have like fifteen or sixteen friend invites sitting in my inbox, which I'm never going to take. Uh, so I know how that feels. Like you have to put in like who you are for me to like take your invite. That's just I don't know. It just feels weird to have people that I don't know on my friend list. You know what I mean? Yep. Especially children. That was but, a fun email. That was that was pretty fun. All right. <laughs> I'm on over to the Twitter and the rubber Fatherhood band. Fatherhood in, in an email form. Yeah, pretty much. Rubber band man says, normally one episode lasts me approximately all week on my on my commute to and from work. Guess I'm in for a boring drive. This was in reference to no show last week. Well, now you have a show. Hopefully this lasts your whole commute. We can put in like some dead air. Just be like... <laughs> Technical difficulties here and there. Damn. Uh, we can just have like five minutes of somebody going. Uh, I was just gonna let you rock. I was, uh, you keep going. That's fine. Well, we did talk about Die Hard for about ten minutes. At the we did talk about Die Hard for about. You missed out on Yeah, I missed all that. Yeah, was good. It's a great Christmas movie. I know. Really I know. What are your feelings about Die Hard with 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 a vengeance, Ryan? Die Hard with a vengeance? Hmm. Um, I mean, it's not bad. It's not as good as the first one. Yeah, no. I mean, you can't compete with the first one, right? But do you think that's the second best one of the bunch, or how do you feel about that? Um, you know, I'm kind of handicapped because I haven't seen uh any of the ones after that one. Yeah, probably better off. Don't don't need to. Um, but yeah, I probably like it better than the second one. That's probably fair. Chase says, it's time for a remaster of Warhawk. Why has Sony forgot about one of the greatest PS3 online games? That's the PS3 launch game, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was launch, but it was early. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I loved Warhawk. Um, I don't know... I don't know how well it would hold up. You'd have to have a player base, because that, I mean, that game was... Straight that game died really fast. It's, yeah. it's online only too, right? Still, yeah, it was online only. I'm still waiting on that remaster of Massive Action Game. What are you talking about? <laughs> Massive Action Game. I, I you know, its name. I played of all time. I played an unhealthy amount of that game. I like that game. <laughs> well, I mean, you can like it. That's fine. But I, it, that doesn't change the fact that it's got the stupidest ass. Oh name. no, it's it's a terrible name. Also, I still have the disc. At this point, it does nothing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, there's uh, some of those games. Dustin says, "Why do so many people want Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts three, or even Marvel? Just stick to the Disney universe, dude. They're not even sticking to that. What are you talking about? That is the Disney universe. That's the thing. Yeah, it's just part of Disney now. It, it is, but you know what he means. Everything is the Disney universe. You're the Disney universe. Just wait. Well, probably. Yeah. I don't know who owns my rights fees. Disney. ESPN. ABC. Espen. Espen. 
I just want a DLC character for the event ESPN, line. the Ocho. <laughs> the Ocho? That's an yeah. actual channel, just saying. Is it really? Yeah, isn't it? Oh, that's the, that's the no, that's the um, ESPN, Dodgeball. the Ocho is from Dodgeball. Oh, I got you. Actually, never mind. Um, no, you're thinking of ESPN De- Deportes. Or Deportes, whatever yes, that's the one. Yeah. The one they mention all the time. Yeah. Uh, Dustin also says, has anyone played Dwarf Fortress? No, but I have heard good things about it, and it, yeah. it I think, was kind of a uh, Minecraft inspiration. Like, inspi- it inspired Minecraft. Huh. I believe. That's what I heard, too. But nobody remembers it. I never played it, period, so. But um, it's supposed to be like the godfather to Minecraft, which is a pretty, <laughs> pretty big deal, all things considered. Yeah. The godfather that nobody bought. The godfather. Uh, he also says I don't know if Metal Gear Survive is good or not but I can't stand people bashing it without even playing it or saying it's not a Metal Gear game but it is definitely not a Metal Gear game <laughs> uh, and Metal I have Gear played... Solid 5 wasn't much of a Metal Gear game no no it, it wasn't I, I mean to be fair Survive has about as many cutscenes so far as Metal Gear 5 did and they're just that's as not, wacky that's not saying much exactly <laughs> they're, they're just as wacky but you know Metal Gear but, Solid. Uh, I, I do. I do mirror the statement. Like you, you know, if you want to have an opinion on a thing, be informed. Have have something to talk about. But be like, oh, you can say that like that looks bad, or you can say I've heard nothing but bad things. But you can't say it's bad based on your experience if you have no experience. You know what I mean? That's just how that goes. Or you can just go buy the game just so you can make a video to get clicks. Why well, buy it when you know? Just well, you know, <laughs> have it sent to you. <laughs> Well, no, because the person that did that. Yeah, but can't. think of how many people you could own that way. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. I don't even know what's going on right now. Oh, so also ownage. The la- the, blah, 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 the Ready Player One movie looks really dumb, even though I enjoyed the book. The Halo Spartan scene in the trailer is dumb as hell. I have is- zero reference to this movie because I have not. There was a new trailer out, I guess. I didn't see the Halo stuff. I guess yeah. there was. I I have never read the book, and I have not watched any of the trailers for the movie so far. I'll probably just see it at some point. I'm pretty sure I showed you a trailer. You might have sent it to me. I'm not saying I clicked on it. Why are you being like that? I don't. I don't like watching. I mean, movies. I do that. I make time for it. <laughs> I make time for it. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I just want to do a Carl episode. <laughs> Where everybody talks like Carl? Just for the whole show. Is, hey, let's talk about the video games. You know what I mean? I got some crabs if you want some of them. <laughs> I don't know if they're Alaskan king, but uh, well, they feel huge. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. And you Carl. cannot swim in it. Because you're weird. <laughs> It's like my pool's tearing ass around the backyard. <laughs> but it's sitting still. Still the waters run deep. <laughs> you guys owe each other a fucking coke or something. Oh, man. God damn, I miss that show. Miss it's that show. so good. It's over what now. Did they, what did those guys do after that show ended? Like, Did they start making some other shows, I imagine? Uh, I they still know. work on stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they still work on stuff, but I don't know that... Uh, I don't know if they're doing a new show yet. I know Dana Snyder is now voicing a flying pig in a lottery commercial now. Sure. That seems paycheck's like a, a paycheck, man. Yep. Seems like a perfect fit. 
Gotta feel bad for Carrie Means, though. Yeah, yeah. I showed you that article yeah, where that... he just basically like that he didn't get paid for any of this. Nope. Well, he didn't get paid for like ten seasons of a show. Nope. He no. His contract was really hell? poorly written, so he got nothing from that show. Yeah, and like I think he like started a Patreon saying, "Hey, I need help." Yep. He's Frylock, man. Go help Frylock. <sighs> Dustin also says Mega Man Legacy 1 and 2 is getting a physical Switch release, but 2 is a digital download. I don't like this trend. It seems lazy if you want both physical. Mm, I think they do the whole digital-only thing when they feel like the games aren't going to sell. kind of shows that they don't have a lot of confidence in a particular game. Well, this like is... how they're doing with the Bayonetta 1. Well, this is different. Digital. Because the Legacy Collection 1 and 2 for Switch is one game. No, it's just one game? I thought there was two different games. No, there are two different games on the other systems, but the release on Switch is one game. Legacy Collection 1 is on the cartridge, and Legacy Collection 2 is a digital download. Oh, I mean, how possibly big can these 8-bit games be? Why don't they just put them all at the same time? I don't get it. I, I don't. They're not that That's big. Weird. I have both collections on the Xbox. Thing. Oh, you know you know what? I bet it's like something to do with the launcher of the games. You know what I mean? So when you put the cartridge in, it'll open up and say, okay, you, this is how you launch the game. And because they were so lazy to, to program an interior uh, thing where you combine the two games together, so you can launch Mega Man Legends 2 from within Mega Man Legends 1. That's why they have you download it separately so you can have a little another square on the side that will become its own launcher. I... I would, I would wager that's the case. You want to you hear, hear a crazy thing about digital? What? So if you go to the store and you buy Kingdom Come Deliverance on disc, mm. you put it in your Xbox One or PS4, it installs 31 megabytes. Huh. And then it downloads 23 gigs. Of updates? I don't think a 31 megabyte file needs a 23 gig update. You're downloading the fucking game. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep, I read that on a couple forums this week, and I'm like, are you serious? So the discs just kind of verify that you own the game, and then you have to download afterwards? What is this, PC now? What's going on? Yeah, pretty much. There's no, there's apparently no files of the game on the disc. It's just a 31 megabyte like launcher or something. I don't. Do know. you think that saves money in printing this? Is that, is I want to. I, I want to know the reasoning behind that. Like, yeah, is there kind yeah. of is there some kind of stigma behind not having a disc that they just printed a disc that just basically downloads the game? Hmm. You know, you might be onto something there. The stigma of not having a physical copy of a game might be something that they're willing to combat against to go this far. Because when you think about a digital only game. You think about it kind of in the same way as direct-to-video movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it feels lower-end. It feels like it's less polished, less interesting, not triple-A. It's the feeling that you would get from a digital-only. That, of course, not being true, because there's tons of games that only come out digital-only on Steam and PC and all that jazz. That's really good. But that's I think that's kind of the stigma that digital-only has, and maybe that is the reason. But at the same time... If they're gonna go the length of having the you know the disc printed out within the actual game case, why not at least put majority or at least some of the game in there so you don't have to download the whole game? What's what's the point? Why I, not, why I, not? Yeah, I don't understand the putting like a tiny bit of the game on the disc, not even a part of the game. There's no way 31 megabytes is anything in that game. Hmm. But yeah, that's 
I don't know, digital's weird. Especially with the conversation we had earlier about games just disappearing that you can't download anymore. Or you can't buy them. You can still download mm. them if you've already bought them, but still. Right. Unless it's PT, in which case, even if you did own it, you no longer can download it. So also, hearing around the rumor mill that there's another game about to be delisted, and you might be shocked as to what it is. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Really? really? Already? I, I heard that conversation going around the other day, and I'm <clears> like, huh, I wonder how much clout is behind this, because that would be crazy. You know, uh, now that you mentioned the game, the game not making Evo, yeah, that's I heard has something to do with Marvel not backing the game. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard the yeah. same thing, that Marvel didn't want it in the Evo tournament. Yeah. So, which is weird, because Marvel's always been in Evo. So what's... It has. I think Marvel's at this point where they are really well aware of kind of the... the I guess the public opinion of certain games or certain titles that don't positively reflect upon their properties and marvel versus infinite not being a popular game particularly even though i mean you know you played it i played it i think it's a fun game to play i think it has sure. a lot of depth sure. and potential uh even in, even just as a spectator game to watch i think it's fun but because of all the negativity surrounding it marvel wants to distance themselves and this that game not being an evil and Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is gonna be on there, and that game's not even out yet. Yeah, it's not that's... gonna be out till you know a couple, like a month or two from now. So that is weird, man. It's very, very weird. I don't, I don't know what Marvel's thinking. I don't understand. Just... Evo's lineup like perplexes me because of that tag battle game. Why have that instead of something like uh, KOF fourteen? Like that game is established. It's out there. People have played it. You know, tag battle is going to be like you said out for what, like a month or two before Evo. That feels weird. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Dustin also wants to know: Is Drew going to have any video game music in his wedding? Um, actually. Oh boy. Uh, I think we, I actually mentioned this before. Technically, it is from a video game. Uh, the game, or the game, the the song that we, that me and Laura are having our first dance to, is "Stand by Me" by Florence and the Machine. Okay. Which is from Final Fantasy Fifteen. Really? Yes. Are you playing? No, we're not having that. <laughs> what are you talking about, Joe? <laughs> I would have that played at my wedding, though. But that Drew, I don't know what you're talking about. Back up the aisle, too. You have to be more specific. I don't know what you're talking about. And like that part should be playing while you kiss. <laughs> and then they should say, "I'd like to present you, Mr. and Mrs. Drew Leachman." <laughs> that's fucking majestic. Start Ryan. to walk back up. That's when the hard shit kicks in. Here it comes. Like this is when you turn and face everybody. And you just run as fucking fast as you can back up the aisle. Both of you. <laughs> like the ultimate warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Shake the ropes, baby. <laughs> and then I, and then Actually, I scream, I think you guys should the wind is to... pushing me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys should dance to Indestructible from the Street Fighter soundtrack. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, do come so dresses. La Fu- <laughs> El Fuerte. Dresses yeah, El Fuerte. Yes. It'd be amazing. Uh, you should at least. Yeah, there's so much potential. 
you should at least. This have... might be the only time you get married potentially. So I think you you should go all out. You know, come out with do into free with Dangan, be dressed as El Fuerto. El Fuerto. Oh, whatever. You should at El least Forte? have. You should at least have El Fuerte as like a as your wedding cake topper. No. Nah. Yeah. Doing a sick belly flop on it. Oh <laughs> man. Um. Dustin's last tweet is: Is there a video game that has broken you? And if it has, will you have revenge someday? Um. I I know a game that. Didn't break me, but it got pretty close. It was a game on the Vita called Criminal Girls. Oh god! That I was playing, and it is the most. This is one of the worst games I've ever played in the way where it insults your intelligence so badly that the AI kind of do their own movement instead. You can't control them to do tell them to do what they want. It was grindy. It had that insanely terrible, like. They're they're half naked and you have to like rub against the Vita screen in order to get some kind of power up or some shit and you have to do that regularly. So I'm just kind of sitting there on my chair playing this game, like rubbing anime titties like across my <laughs> PS Vita. I'm like, what Jesus. the fuck am I doing with my life right now? You know, I could be doing something, but I'm playing this game that I really hate just so that I have a little bit more to talk about, so I have a better idea what the what this game is about. And then that. I had I had a moment of clarity. <laughs> a moment yeah. of clarity. Just 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 rubbing my hand across some anime tits. They're just bouncing up and down and bubbling, and I was like, "Yeah, this is." I don't I don't I don't really want to do this too much. It's uh, it was it was a good moment. Hmm. Yeah. Some people live to rub the those. Hey man, the, you know, was it tits? Tits are life. Ass is hometown. Yep. By 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 all means, if that is your life for you, I respect it. But that's that's not particularly what I'm about. It's, all right, and the final tweet is a reply to the Warhawk uh, tweet, basically saying Warhawk and SOCOM. I feel I feel like it's time for SOCOM to come back, and it's going to be a PUBG game. I don't know. Again, I feel very similar to SOCOM the way I feel about uh, Fable, in that. It was pretty innovative at the time, but now, I mean, you know, what was SOCOM doing that nothing else is doing? It's yeah. kind of, it's like people talking about bringing Siphon Filter back. It's like what Siphon what is what would Siphon what would a new Siphon Filter bring to the table? Awesome nothing. running would, animation. You know they're not going to do <laughs> In, that. Independent top half of the body and bottom half of the body. Yeah, he's a GI Joe. Yeah, yeah. No, um, they remade Bubsby, Bubsy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but was it a good idea? No, nothing is sacred. It don't matter. Not, 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 none, none of this matters. Of this oh, here matters. we go. We're back to Carl. <laughs> none of this matters because fucking remaster Haven. I mean, they brought back so many games at this point that you probably don't even remember every game they brought back. I mean, the Blob is coming back again. The Blob. The Blob. The Blob. The Blob. No, the fucking game. I said it in the releases. It's out this week. The Blob 2. Oh, right, right, right. The Blob. I mean, THQ has a remaster. The company has been remastered. Wait, yes, wait, I thought THQ went out of business. They did, and then Nordic bought the name, and they just recently uh, bought, is it Coke? Cock? Coke Media? Cook Media? Kosh Media Group. Is it Kosh, Kosh Media, Media Group? They bought that, so now they have Saints Row. They have... Um, 
Darksiders. They have Darksiders. They have uh, Destroy All Humans. <laughs> That's coming back too. Just wait. You know, MX versus the only thing that THQ Nordic doesn't own that original THQ owned was the WWE license. Yeah. So THQ is back. It got a remaster. THQ, interestingly enough, I said it on Twitter, was originally founded by the guy who started LJN. You know what THQ stands for? Toy Headquarters. There you go. Yep. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah, the, the wow. guy who started LGN originally did toys, mm-hmm. and then they wanted to get into the video game business, and that's when he started doing all this license stuff. Oh. He didn't like the way LJN was going, so he started THQ. They jumped into the video game business, too, and he then got out again. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's that, that was really interesting. i tell you, I learned that from the gaming historian. If you want a really good YouTube channel that has informative videos, check out the gaming historian. That guy does his research, and it's very, very interesting. It's not like, hey, guys, welcome back to playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> your your impression is pretty spot on. Yeah, and I, was, I think Casey Kasem took over me for a second there. I I respect people who do their research because I was I was panning through my latest issue of Game Informer this week, and there's an article about Soul Calibur Six, and there were two things in that article that pissed me off. Number one, the tagline for the article was "Welcome back to the stage of destiny." I'm like, oh come on, it's the stage of history. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that irritated me was that he called Soul Blade. The the PlayStation version of the first Soul Calibur. I'm like, no! Soul Edge? Soul Edge, Edge was the arcade. Soul Edge. Soul Edge, yeah. Soul Blade Man. was the PS1 version of Soul Edge, and the first time Soul Calibur came to a home console was the Dreamcast. So, Soul Eyes, by the way, one of the best opening of oh, any God. video game ever. Oh, God. I, 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 can, I can sing that fucking sword like, song like We verbatim. all need to shine on. Oh, God. See? Man. Oh, this is so good. Yeah. That, that is like the beginning of CGI intros, and it is also mm-hmm. the pinnacle of CGI intros. It was so good. Basically, yeah. God. But I, I, I highly suggest checking out the gaming historian. He is very, very good. Yep. I also like Did You Know Gaming? Those are really good. Yeah. And yeah, they have guest stars and stuff. They're pretty cool. Definitely, mm-hmm. if you're into toy history, go to Netflix and watch the toys that made us. Oh, I saw that show. How is that? That is great. I it's love, really good. I love that the Thundercats episode, or not Thundercats, the He-Man episode is yeah. super interesting of how that thing came to be. So just they like, just uh, yeah. go through different like toy lines or something like that in the history yeah, of it? each episode is yeah. a different toy line. Um, like there's a He-Man, there's a well, G.I. Joe, Transformers, uh, Barbie, and then I think season two is going to have uh, Hello Kitty and... Are they going to do Ninja Turtles? I really wish they would. I don't know. But season two, I know Hello Kitty's one of them, and there's something else that I was really interested in seeing in season two. No, no, no. Star Wars is in season one. Transformers is going to be in season two. That's right. Hmm. I've never... I was the kind of kid that didn't really grow up with a lot of figurines and stuff. I was more into the the visual side, just like watching stuff. Uh, So I didn't get too much souvenirs. But it's super interesting to see the business decisions behind that. Like, if you watch the Barbie episode, that doll was based off of, like, um, this doll, and I forget which country it was, but it's a doll that they used in that country that men would dress up to give to prostitutes so that they would know what they wanted. And Barbie is based off of that doll. (laughs) It's kind of weird. 
Yeah. But no, you should you should watch that show. It's super yeah. interesting. Anyway, that is all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's at po- uh, podcast at ztgd.com. Don't send us any spam, please. <laughs> no, send it to Ken, though. He likes spam. No, I don't. My inbox is full of enough spam that <laughs> I could make, like, a spam sandwich for every person on the planet. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, Drew is at DMLFury. Jay is at BottomSideJ. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow me at ZTGD. You can also follow the site and all of its content at ZTGD Content. And again, we want to apologize for the site being broken. It's still kind of broken. You know, things are happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to fix that as fast as I can. At least it works now. <laughs> there were four days where that site did not even come up. Yeah, it was really slow for a bit, and then it stopped working, and then it started working again, but it would go to weird pages. and Yeah. It'll get there. It's still going to weird pages if you click on certain links. Um, I did a redirect check the other day and there are four almost four thousand broken links so <laughs> wait wait hold on Ken. do you have to fix those individually or can you uh, do you have a script for that? i have to i've been trying to do it script wise and the one okay. time i did it script wise it broke every link on the site oh jesus so i'm not doing it script wise anymore so my goal is to go through and clean up all the reviews and in the process of doing this, I sent you guys an email and basically said, from now on, I will not be making game hubs and screenshot yeah, yeah, pages yeah. anymore. Because nobody clicks them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're cool, but man, going back and seeing all the problems they caused when something broke. Mm. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm not doing that again. So yeah, that's the fun of running a website that's been around for 15 years. <laughs> well, I gotta say though, I like I really like the way the my main page looks. It's got yes. a visual style. Yes, it's it's <laughs> a lot cleaner now, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. happy with it, and I'm I'll be happy when it's done and functional. But anyway, that's it for the show. Unless anybody has anything else. Nope. All right, well we getting out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.